My name is James Rowlands. As a child, I was a die-hard wrestling fan. And my love never faded. A year ago, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White. And since then, we watched the very best the WWE Minerk has to offer by watching something then, now and forever and see if it's worth the $9.99 a month. One day, we'll have watched everything on the network. But until then, we are with you. And we are the WNR. Hello, I am not James Rowlands, I'm Dan White, but I'm joined by James Rowlands, who's feeling a bit under the weather tonight. Yes, I am. Hello, I am James Rowlands, and I'm not very well, so Dan is going to not only call, but host the show. So Dan, over to you, mate. Yep, well, we're up to episode 79, and it's the Smackdown-only pay-per-view, it's TLC, December the 4th, and let's kick off as we always do, James, with the kickoff. Yeah. The kickoff match is American Alpha. James's favourite tag team, the Hype Bros, Fuck yeah, and Apollo Crews. <laughs> They're going against Kurt Hawkins, who I think is a complete tool, yeah. the Vaudevillians, and Ascension. Right, so let's start watching then. We talk about certain wrestlers. American Alpha, one of my favourites, of course. So is Apollo Crews. I do like him. Uh, Zack Ryder and Mojo, not as much. But do you think American Alpha have fallen down the, the list of tag teams at the moment, Dan? One second before we start. We go who we predicted because the match could be over in 10 seconds. Oh, we yeah, don't know yeah, right what happens. Um, so who have you gone for in this match, James? Well, like I say, America Cruz. I like Zack Ryder, so I have to go to the, the babyface team on this one. I don't think the Hill team is that strong. Danny, who have you gone for in this one? Um, I'm, for the same reasons as you, I've gone for American Alpha, Hype Bros and Cruz. You know, I, I think American Alpha are highly underrated and being dropped down the card, but I think they're going to be a good opponent for the people who took their spot, you know, in Orton and Wyatt. So, yeah. you know, I think they're not going to lose out too much by being on the lower card, and at least they're on the card as well. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing four teams from SmackDown. You talk about Bray Wyatt and Orton challenging uh, Slater and Rhino later on. One of the teams missing out is Usos, and I really thought they were going to go for the Usos for the heel turn and a feud with American Alpha, but they've gone a different direction with White and Orton, haven't they? They have, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, I think it may be to try and bring a bit of life to the tag team division because you've not really got any reputable teams. You know, people with four title runs, you know, someone with a bit of reputation behind them. All of these are relatively, relatively unknown. And, you know, it's not, neither of them have won a title. Yeah, no, you're right. I was just I was looking at Mojo, just acting like a complete bell end anyway. Uh, but I think American Alpha, I think there is hope for them. I think out of all the teams, they've got the most potential. And my dream for them is maybe building them up towards WrestleMania for a tag team match, if that's what they're going to do. I find it pointless otherwise bringing up a team and having nothing for them, you know? Uh, yeah, indeed. Like the Vaudevillians, they've... You know, they were shining in NXT. I thought they was going to be brilliant. I was even backing them for a while. But, you know, again, they've gone the same way as the, Asc- as the Ascension. Yeah, I mean, the Ascension were the longest reigning tag team champions in NXT history. The Vaudevillians were former NXT tag team champions. The, the matches they had with um, Sin Cara and Kalisto as well were brilliant. And then, like you say, you bring them up to the main roster, and there's really nothing for them to do just to be in a kickoff. 
But it's good to see Apollo Creed actually have a, a match on the kickoff or pay-per-view for quite a while, isn't it? You know? Yeah, he's not really had any personal future either. No. You no. know, like, some, I think there was a bit of something going on between him and... It's Seamus, I think Seamus it was. Seamus, because yeah. he don't like the newbies and what have you, but... That was before the draft. I think after the draft, he got cause he came up after WrestleMania, didn't he? Yeah. And he was going to be the big thing. And then, of course, the draft happened. All these NXT stars came. He's kind of got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. I think there is potential for him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, he's really athletic for quite a big fella as well. You know, he's not that tall, but he's really well built. And, you know, he can flip about like a cruiserweight. Yeah. All hell's broken loose in the match and everyone's eliminated someone from the Rumble apart from Cruz, who's standing tall as yeah. we was just bigging him up. Fair play last man standing. And now a eight-man square off. I like it when halfway for a multiple-person <laughs> tag match that all hell breaks loose and I think some people are going to go flying. Yeah. No. Nope. You're the babyface team. <clears throat> babyface team just got rid of the hill team in the ring and they're on top. As we go to the nab break, you can tell. I mean, I've been watching wrestling for so long now. You can tell when there's going to be an ad break. Like we're raw and SmackDown. Things well. start quite down in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if that, if not, they would have gone flying over the top. But another SmackDown pay-per-view on the horizon. We've joined. We've enjoyed the last two, haven't we, Dan? We have. Yeah, they've they've been quite good actually. To build. In all fairness. <coughs> yeah, be definitely better than the the raw pay-per-views that we've seen. I was just about to say they've trumped raw. Yeah, they really have. And you've got Kurt Hawkins. By judging by his promos, you thought he would have been the next big thing as well. Yeah. Uh, knees just kind of slipped down the roster before he's even started to climb. Yeah, he's never such a big uh, stunt in a day, but it's interesting to see him being taken back on the roster now and he's been used in a kind of main event role, hasn't he? <laughs> he has, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm not too keen on, you know, his Chuck Norris-style <laughs> self-promotion, but if he lives up to it, then yeah, fair play. But if, you know, he's... He lost his first match. I think he pussed it out of a match. You know, he's it's like, well, you can't call yourself Chuck Norris and then that like melt. Yeah, that's true. And what do you think of the uh, Ascension's new face paint? Um, same old Ascension, isn't it, really? <laughs> Still not going anywhere, even if they change their face paint. No, but Gable's been in there for quite a while now. Do you think there was a quite underrated team then? Because we've not really touched much on Ascension. Did you like them in NXT or did you see much of them? Uh, I think they were kind of like the Authors of Pain in a weird way, but they were dominant with the titles. And now they've kind of gone up, they've been forgotten about, and they're trying it again now. <laughs> it's yeah. really weird. I think their, you know, their biggest role today in WWE has been Cody Rhodes' lackeys. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They're, they've really done nothing. And, uh, you know, at least Big Connor, I think WWE might see potential in him. But, I mean, if they're happy to go around doing the kickoff matches or whatever it is, you know, it's... It's weird to see that the talent could be happy with it. But why don't they want more? You know, Can't yeah. they suggest it? We know all the four teams in this... Well, three teams in this match can give great matches. So, And all four of these, you know, they've all come up through NXT. You've seen their, a little bit of their backstory, especially with American Alpha, the yeah. way they joined together. You was you, you like that. It was like a little love story for you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ready, willing to gable. But apart from Hawkins and Ryder, like I say... All of them involved in NXT coming up from there. So you can see now the change in the roster as it was. Most of our fruit being through NXT now, haven't they? As opposed yeah. to, I mean, you have a few independent wrestlers that come in, apart from AJ Styles, they were through NXT anyway. And the match has been quite a quiet match, would you say? It's, yeah. you know, been a little bit of back and forth. You had a little bit of melee, you know, a little while into the match with, you know, 
all men being in the ring, eliminating them from the rumble and a big square off and a fight down, which we like to see in a multi-person tag match. Yeah, but like you say, most definitely since the outbreak, Gable's been worn down by the, the Hill team and he's trying to get some uh, separations and get the tag. Tagging fucking Jordan, not Mojo. It's <laughs> as simple as that. Oh, but the Ascension and Vaudevillians there on the outside to take away Gable's partners and he was left... On his own. Yeah, and he nearly got caught out then by a pop-up super kick as well, but Gable kicks out. But is there hope for the Hill team here? I mean, you know, can you see a future with the Vaudevillians in it and um, be taken seriously? Yeah, I think they could, you know, they could be taken seriously. They're a good tag team. You know, they're an old-style, old-school classic tag team. You know, cut the ring off, work on one man, don't let him get the tag. Gable nearly getting the tag to Jordan, but Simon Gotch preventing that and there's only jordan up on the apron for the face team at the moment and there's only and jordan there he's on fire delivering suplex and a pop-up face drop yeah he's got the hot tag in and he's on fire baby oh an angle type slam there <laughs> broken up though yeah got you the save of the day rider dumps into the outside a hype rider delivered but mojo gets a big uppercut there beautiful and ascension as well took him out from below both up and above Oh, American Alpha up top there, taking out both members of the Ascension. Hawkins in to try and help matters, but Apollo Crews suplexes him to the outside and straight on to his teammates. Well, six men went down then. Oh, we guess is it now. Boom. Oh. What's that finisher? I have no idea, but it's impressive. Jordan and Gable there hit a very impressive finisher for the free count and get the victory. Wow, that heated up towards the end there, didn't it? That did heat up a lot, yeah. It was There was a lot going on there, a bit much to take. <laughs> but at least Mojo didn't get the victory. That's true, yeah, and we see Jordan looking impressive there. I told you, he's one of the best to get the hot tags as well. He comes in, yeah. he, he destroyed the, uh, the Hill team and then him and Gable get the victory. So I think out of all the teams there, the American Alpha have got the most potential at the uh, four, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, they managed to get the pin. I think this might have been their consolation prize. Well, we're going to take you out because, you know, in all fairness, they could well have gone on to win the titles. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I've, I was backing them as well until we saw I the would Orton. have backed them until they changed it. Yeah. But, you know, well, you're not going to win the titles tonight, but you are going to get a win on kickoff. Yeah, and of course, see Renee Young on kickoff with Booker T and a... Special guest who I can't be bothered to say who it is. And that is all from kickoff. And that leaves us one point apiece for the start of the pay-per-view. So, well done, James. You've got your first and only point of the night. Well, before any match takes place, of course, with the main show, we start off with a promo, don't we, Dan? Sometimes the simple things are not what they seem. Because here, these are the obstacles that must be faced. They are the measure of tenacity and symbols of the unyielding will to prevail. The new number one contender for the WWE World Championship, Dean has done it! They will test integrity. If he cared so much about this championship, he never would have lost it. And I dare you, Ellsworth, to show up. They will push limits. You better get your head on straight. When that bell rings, the carnage begins. I'm going to take my championship back. Fun and games. They can force one to thrive. Do you understand how hardcore a ladder match really is? It ends careers. The show-off hasn't forgotten about the miss. I'm not the yet. 
Let him lead them to defeat. I am a god. This is my world. Your 15 minutes of fame are gonna be over. That's my thing for women's champions. I am straight fire. I will go to hell to keep this championship. I'll get you, my pretty. And your SmackDown women's title, too. Tonight, opportunity will present itself to those strong enough to withstand it and wise enough to seize it. Tonight, these ordinary objects will make a select few extraordinary. Yeah, we're live in Dallas. I mean, the promo video, it was just building up. We've seen the feuds, haven't we, between, you know, like to say, the tag team titles, the Intercontinental Championship, and the WWE title. Uh, the, the WWE title, the Intercontinental title, the rivalries between these, these four men involved. Quite a while now, hasn't it? They have, yeah. I mean, there's been a few matches, and the kickoff match is the tag match, by the way. Um, yeah, you know, Dean Ambrose versus Styles. We've seen them clash for the past couple of pay-per-views. Good matches, though. Yeah, they've been very good matches. Yeah. Um, James Ellsworth getting involved. I like, you know, it's a comedy character, but, you well, know, it's not done too badly. You know, they're not silly comedy character. No. They're just like someone trying to make their way. But will he, will he play a role tonight in the main event, maybe, you know? Potentially, yeah. I mean, no disqualification in the TLC match. So, the first match is Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton versus Heath Slater and Rhino. James, who have I gone for? You have gone for, well, you've gone for Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, but why? I think they need a slightly new direction with the tag team titles. They're the SmackDown ones, you know, this is their first and only winners of the title. Fair play to them for, you know, getting this far, winning it, but I think they're too too much of a comedy act and you need a you need a tag team that's going to take it seriously and, you know, give some virility to these titles. Do you, do you think Bray and Orton are a proper tag team? Yeah, and, you know, it's cementing because Randy Orton's come out as the Wyatt family. He's not come out on his own with his own promo and Titan Tron and music. We didn't hear voices tonight, James. I still think, like, with predictions, who have I gone for in this You one? have gone for Wyatt and Orton, James, and why is that? Well, I think the reason is is that, like you say, Slater Rhino have been a short-term thing. They were a comedy gimmick as it was, and they've done the best they can on the run they're on. I still think these this tag title change tonight won't be for the betterment of the tag division. I think it will just continue the story for Orton and Wyatt. I still don't think Orton is real part of the Wyatt family. I still think they're going to turn. And it might have something to do with, you know, Orton pushing out Luke Harper and we'll see the tag team title run as they go along. But I don't think they'll be champions at WrestleMania. But I do think they will win tonight. Wow. The keys to victory. I'm sure they're going to be try and avoid everything at all costs for Heath Slater and Rhino. Um, you know, Orton's a multiple-time heavyweight champion. Wyatt, not so much, but we all know, you know, you, you've got to take Bray Wyatt serious. Yeah. So use their strong, heavy-hitting moves and, yeah, just try and do what they can. And If you were Slater and Rhino, which, should it, which member of the team would you try and um, pick off and would you focus on? Fucking hell. Uh, Bray. I think, Bray, I think the problem though with Orton, because he's got the RKO, it is one of the most dangerous moves in wrestling. As soon as he hits that, it'll be over and done with, won't it? So It will, yeah. But they've also, but, you know, Slater and Rhino have also got to watch out for Luke Harper as well. Yeah. Because, you know, even though Orton and Wyatt could win it on their own, they don't need to. Yeah, well, but I think the thing is, is that 
no offence to Slater and Rhino, but I don't, yeah, Orton and White won't need help. I don't think with Harper. <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see what they, they do with it. I mean, will we see Bray White basically win his first gold in the WWE tonight? Or silver? <laughs> Blue and silver. <laughs> did you think you'd see Orton and Bray White teaming up for tag team titles? I didn't know. I was quite enjoying their feud, but the heel change for Orton, it's, you know, we love a heel Orton. I do like a face Orton when he, you know, cheeky smirk and... Looking all tight and ripped in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. ring there, posing. <laughs> We've got the two big guys starting off, Wyatt and Rhino. And this would be an interesting matchup between these two big men, wouldn't it? Hey, uh, big man. And there's no stipulation to this. There's no table, ladder or chair in sight. Oh, Rhino's starting to get a bit of an early start. I mean, he's a veteran, a smart veteran as well. You know, he's been training up NXT talent, made himself a name of his own right. And, you know, he's... A tag champ now. Well, most definitely people forget that Rhino was the last ECW World Heavyweight Champion. You don't beat that without having accomplished stuff in the ring and how, you know, uh, strong you are. And, you know, one of the moments in SmackDown history, because this is a SmackDown pay-per-view, was when Rhino gored Y2J through the fucking, um, you know, the Titans on the screen. And that's one of those moments you still remember. You know, Rhino is vicious and that gore still, you know, we talk about the RKO. The gore is a devastating finisher as well. It is, yeah. Um... You know, it's funny to think that Rhino played a part in Edge and Christian winning their TLC match. You know, the the match that made this event possible. You know, without that match, you would never have had the TLC event. They would have named it something else. But, you know, he, he played a pivotal part in that. And from the match, he's one of the only, he's the only active wrestler. Yeah. Out exactly. of all of them. No, I think a big credit as well. We'll talk about Rhino. Oh, and... Heath Slater there on the outside of the apron in no man's land just gets taken out by a dastardly Bray Wyatt and goes crashing to the mat below. Like I say, the Wyatt family working as one. But yeah, if you talk about credit, fair play to Heath Slater. You look at the uh, the roles he's had to do the last few years, and now yeah, exactly. He's an NXT core, uh, NXT uh, Nexus core, yeah, um, 3MB. 3MB. Yeah. What yeah. was the other one he was in? Uh, social Outcasts. Social Outcasts. And oh. now, you know, yeah. I've got kids. Yeah. I mean, fair play to Slater to be, be able to be taken seriously after being the jobber for so long. To be in a match with Orton and Wyatt. And, you know, I mean, obviously we think it's going to go one way, but all credit to him to still... Well, they're not going to go down without a fight, yeah. even though they've hardly put up much of a fight. And since, like, you know, Orton and Wyatt have started to gel together now it's you know they're starting to get into a bit of a rhythm and you know quick early tags yeah. as they should Orton's an accomplished tag wrestler I think he's won the title before yeah well, oh he, uh, rated RKO yeah and uh, you know and uh, the thing that I like about this well if they do it right is you can build up White with Orton's help we saw it at Savara series you know hitting the RKO Bray White gets the win especially tonight I think Bray White should be the one who gets the pinfall and After then, an RKO. Yeah, and then building Bray up on the back of Orton. And then when you turn, I mean, it, it, it's vital at the end of this, you know, if they have a match one-on-one, Bray needs to beat Orton because Orton yeah. won't be hurt because we know this and he's kind of helped another star. The Wyatt family in complete control and Orton's just waiting for Heath Slater to get back in the ring. But like you said, the toughness of Heath Slater is going to um, give everything he's got. He's doing it for his kids as well, like you say, his family. Going for his suspension DDT, but Heath Slater managing to fight out and taking out both Orton and Wyatt. Ooh. But goes for a helo over the top and gets caught with a lovely power slam by Orton. Now that could be it now. Another quick tag into his leader. Well, they do make quite a good, you know, the individuals, it does make sense together if you think about it. You know, I mean, I know oh, Orton's yeah. not hairy and beardy, 
But no. the, the character of it, you know, it, it does make They've sense. They've both got quite a similar style as well. A slow, methodic beat down. It's like I don't, he doesn't do it as much now, but when Orton had his opponent on the mat, yeah. and he'd just go around stamping various, you know, just causing as much pain to his opponent as he can. Yeah. Bray's got a smile on his face now. He has indeed. Well, I think Slater's just tried to knee that smile off his face. And again, trying to fight back, takes out Wyatt with two big kicks and takes out Orton. <laughs> oh, manages to get the tag. Gets planted by Bredo and Rhino comes in and takes out Wyatt. Well, the biggest mistake the, the Whites could make tonight is underestimating Slater and Rhino, you know? Underestimating Rhino. Yeah. I mean, ECW champion, that's more hardcore than anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, Bray's not even won a title yet. So, you know, yeah. Rhino's been very successful hardcore division and you know all these other places as well. <laughs> oh, and Orton saving Wyatt, pushing him out of the way. Of a potential gore. Yeah, I mean, and Orton has been there helping uh, helping White oh, out. Oh, he's locked and loaded, ready to take out Randy. But Luke Harper pushes Orton out of the way and takes the bullet for himself. Wow. A teamwork there. And the wide man, yeah, flattens Harper. Well, fair play to Harper. I mean, he... Oh, RKO <laughs> to Rhino. Boom, out of nowhere. Bray White had to crab and Orton's going to pin him. And Orton gets the victory for the Wyatts. Well. And, well, the Wyatt family, thus giving Bray his first taste of gold. Yeah, and I mean, you, you can't really argue with that. The Wyatts were dominated most of the match. I mean, Slater did get a hot tag in, but then Harper saving Orton from the uh, gore, managing to hit the arco as well. You see Bray and the crab. I mean, very interesting future for Wyatts at this point in time, isn't it? Indeed, yeah. I mean... You know, it can only go up from here for Bray. You know, he's had a WrestleMania match against The Undertaker. He's, you know, he's done everything but yeah. be a champion. That's true. And we see uh, Harper giving Bray White his title. So what did it take for Bray White to win a championship? An RKO yeah, out of Randy, nowhere. Yeah, Randy Orton. As you said, yeah. And Bray's just presented that to Luke Harper. I mean, he took a gore for his teammate Orton. There's finally some trust and respect there between the two of them. It might be, and I'll tell you something else as well. Maybe the White family will do a Freebird type thing, you know, with the three members. And Orton places his title on Luke Harper's shoulder. Luke's got both. So Luke Harper is the new tag team champion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair play. And the picture paints a thousand words. And look at that picture there. Nice way to start a pay-per-view. It was a good way to start a pay-per-view. Well, for me to see Orton getting a victory and another title under his belt. Yeah, I, f I thought it was it was a good tag match. You know, it was the Wyatts was dominant, you know, mainly throughout. Wyatt, uh, Rhino and Slater got an early start in. Uh, Slater did try, managed to get the hot tag to Rhino, but the result in that Luke Harper getting gored after Orton saved Bray. And Harper saved Orton. Yeah, yeah so it, we, I'm like to say, interesting. And what's that do for the, the scores there? Uh, that for the scores, that makes it two apiece. See, Ambrose backstage and he's confident. I mean, what do you think of Ambrose's chances tonight, Dan? Well, you know, he's he's got James Ellsworth in his corner, I believe, which is, you know, someone who's got a 3-0 win record over AJ Styles. You know, he's he's got a wise man in his corner, but I think there's a bit of friction growing between Dean and Ellsworth. As as is between Dean and Shane, which I've seen. Yeah. But um, we're going to that a bit later. Dean Ambrose says, 
I don't know, he seems to be a bit more lunatic fringe. Yeah, he's going a bit hillway, isn't he? As we see Styles as well being interviewed by Renee Young. And we talk about Styles, his cockiness as well. He's been a fantastic addition to the roster this year, hasn't he? He has, yeah. Uh, back to the action, yes. And the next matchup is a no disqualification match between Carmella <laughs> and Nikki Bella. Yeah. I mean, they've they've been in a while now. It's been going well since Nikki's return, I think, and yeah. Carmel's heel turn. It started the feud just between these two. It's keeping them out of the title picture. Look, you know, it's three months ago this feud's been going on, so yeah. it's been a while. It's been a while, but it's been good for Carmella. Like we said, they've been feuding for this amount of time. But for a young um, woman to come up from NXT, a bit like Bliss, really, and be given Nikki Bella. I'm not a huge fan of Nikki Bella, but the role she's been given now... We just kind of pushes away from the title picture. I'm quite happy with that. And I think Carmella, we've seen a vicious side to her as well. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, it's, she's. I think she's made more of an impact on the roster than, than Bellens have, in my opinion. Like, you know, doing things. Yeah. Because aside from talking shit, Enzo and Cass have done fuck all. Yeah, that's it. At least, you know, Carmella's had a heel turn. She's got a serious feud going under her. She's getting a bit of steam under her. You know, there's going to be an inev- inevitable victory over Nikki Bella to give her that elevation that she needs. Yeah, and uh, and on that note, um, who have who have I gone for in this match, James? You have gone for you've gone for Nikki Bella, Dan. Why? To keep them out of the title picture for a bit. I know Bliss and Lynch has been going on for a while, and it's you know it's been a bit between them two. I think that's going to die down. Someone else is going to get a chance, but they still need something to keep these two women busy and this feud's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. Who have I gone for? Uh, you have gone for Nikki Bella. And yeah. why is that? Exactly the same reason, you know. Come WrestleMania, we're going to have a new feud in set for the women's title. But at the moment, the Bliss and Lynch one's going along. This one's going along. This won't be the decisive victory for either person. That's why Nikki's going to get it. And like you say, when it is, it will be Carmella's turn because they are building her up. Yeah. But they've started strong, the women. They have, yeah. I mean, it's straight to the outside. It is a no-disqualification match. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just losing my voice there. So, James, you might have to take the reins. Anyway, yeah, it's, they've taken it to the outside and Carmella's been all over Nikki, throwing her into the steps and then into the um, barricade around the edge of the ring. Nikki finally crawls back into the ring, but she gets met by Carmella's foot. Yeah, and um, a couple of things as well I want to say. We go back to Carmella quickly. Do you think she would have made Enzo Big Cass better on Raw if she was uh, still a part of it, you know? I think managers only work better for heels. You know, it's you can't really have an interfering manager if you're a face, and managers can't really do much else apart from interfere and a talk person, really, unless it's Heyman's capacity. But would it have made... I mean, Enzo Big Cass are quite likeable, but would the Carmella there made them even more, you know, liked? I don't think it would (laughs) have... Hurt them, but you know, I'd rather see her go her own way. I mean, you know, she she's an NXT wrestler in her own right, and she shouldn't be in the shadow of them two balans. Yeah, and uh, do you think the women have got a point to prove here tonight? The SmackDown women against the Raw women. I do, yes, because you know, as far as the branding goes, SmackDown women are definitely the weaker of the two brands. Yeah, I but- mean, you know, um, the quality that they've got, it's it's brilliant. Uh, I think there could be, a, you know, a couple of good trades going on. But, you know, if a few of the NXT wrestlers come up, it could be make things a lot more yeah. interesting. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, uh, like you say, even at Survivor Series with the, the Raw women being dominant over SmackDown women. 
But I mean, tonight they are going for it. Like I said, no disqualification. I was going to say to you about the announce team as well for SmackDown. There's four people on there. Do you think four people's too much for an announce team? Yeah. I, I really do. You've got Ronaldo, Otunga, Phillips, and JBL. I mean, what can they do with four fucking people? They can't, they, well, <laughs> they can't do anything that the King and JR done. You know what I mean? You know, Heyman, uh, Heyman, Heenan, and Gorilla. Yeah. You know, it's... Well, you got you got one to call the action, and then you got one who's a color commentator, haven't you? I mean, that's yeah. how it works. I mean, you might have a third person, like a veteran JBL, maybe who can tell you how it feels like to have that move. Yeah, and then you've got another guy who's trying to call it. It'd be like having someone here to. I'll be hosting it, and then I'll have someone else calling it, and then you'll be the color guy, and then we'll have Jared as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Carmella there digging under the ring to try and find herself a weapon, and she manages to pull out a Singapore cane. And she goes to work on Nikki with that cane and work in the midsection, eventually getting her into her head scissors. But Nikki managing to grasp the cane and hit Carmella to get her way out of it. Yeah, I mean, we've seen Carmella beating a few people at submission, but Nikki Bella, not a bad strategy using that, was it really? <laughs> no. Well, any means necessary. Yeah, that's what the Nation of Domination used to say. And of course, Carmella had a black eye because of... Uh, Nikki Bella there kicking Carmella in the back and God, I'd fucking joke right back then. Oh Carmella's definitely wearing the uh the scars of war. Definitely, yeah, and oh an exchange of what was it shoves. Yeah. And one goes into the barricade and Carmella's just had the favour returned to her and she's ended up going against the ring post and she's facing the wrong way. Oh no. Oh, an insiguri off the top there from Nikki. That's quite innovative. That is fair play to Nikki Bella. I weren't expecting to see that. Is she starting to go up in your estimation slightly, James? I think as long as she's not involved in the title picture. I think, yeah, she will. I mean, it's, it's so you, like, you only respect the way to the title? Yeah, I mean, it's a bit like Charlotte, isn't it? You know, I want them to she get there. She shaked Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, I want them to get there through just talent as opposed to be given it because of your name or, or who you do. It's like Carmella, she's had to fight her way up through NXT and a place like this. I know she is going out with Big Cass now, but I don't hold that against her because they probably became an item in NXT anyway, you know? Yeah. She's chosen one of the second least talented cunts on the <laughs> Mojo. I'll give you Mojo. You know, so you can't say she's using him for her success. Mm. I mean, there must be something about Big Cass, you know? That's all I'm saying. But these two women, I fair play. They're having an all-out war here tonight. Slugfest, as it was. As it was, as it were. And they're spending just as much time out of the ring than they are in it. Well, the thing I like about SmackDown as well, you get six matches. But in a weird way, like NXT, you have a little bit more time for each match as yeah. well, don't you? Oh, you know? definitely. I'll, aside from that tag match, which did end quite abruptly, but, you know, you couldn't really have Orton and Wyatt taking much of a beating. No. And Nikki Bella's just given Carmella a dose in the face with a fire extinguisher. And and we all know that hurt. She's putting the fire out. Look at what Nikki's doing. Exactly. Wearing red, just like a fireman. She's certainly cooling her down, and I think she might have third-degree burns on her back where that's fucking settled. Well, Carmella. <laughs> her hopes are going up in smoke. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a tag team match, you couldn't really end it any other way. You wouldn't expect it a longer match. Yeah. A, bit, a bit like this one. I mean, that's fair play fire extinguisher. Just touch her with that really cold hand. <laughs> fucking hurt. Well, Kamala's getting a bit of a beating tonight. Yeah, and Nikki's all over it now. That's TKO. Yeah, it is. And Nikki gets the win. And Nikki Bella with the inevitable win. And, well, as far as scores go, James, we're perfect, my love. We are perfect. I mean, was that a perfect match, Dan? 
I'll tell you what, that wasn't a bloody bad match. And Lynch and Bliss have got a match, table match. They've they've got to have a good match, you know, to beat this. I, I know they did only use two weapons in an ODQ match, but the wrestling was good. Yeah. There was a good storytelling going between the two. You know, Carmella had a good upper hand. Nikki had an upper hand. You know, there was a good bit of back and forth a match. Yeah, I agree. And I think... The thing is, as well, wrestlers sometimes we forget, is it's all right to have a little bit of fun, like it was in this match, yeah. you know? The fire extinguisher and a couple of she moves. Her, yeah, she put her out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just fun. And like I say, what's the scores now? It is three apiece. Oh, and we knew the storyline went over, because just as Nikki was walking away in victory, Carmella stopped her. Look how happy Carmella looks. Oh, so she started a rivalry between Jonathan Watts with a wobble. <laughs> Has she started a rivalry between Nikki and Natalia? Or, you know, is she going to add Natalia into the mix and make it a three-way dance? Well, you never know. You never know. It looks that way, doesn't it? Right, so what's the next match, Dan? Oh, it is The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Been a lot of back and forth between the two in this rivalry. I mean, <clears throat> you know, you saw Ziggler winning the title finally in a title versus... Then you see The Miz winning it back in his rematch. You yeah. know, and now it's Dolph Ziggler's rematch to win his title back. Yeah, and I mean, out of all the matches that we've seen, I think tonight's match... Ladder match for the Intercontinental title will be the best one. Let's have a look at the promo. The Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, Pat Patterson. Perfect Intercontinental Champion, Dolphus Oda rematch. The Miz. If at first you don't oh. see, roll up small package. Oh my what? God, this is That's the guy I want defending that championship. And to make sure you go out in style, I'm making this a ladder match. The last opportunity for Dolph Ziggler and The Miz. This is the last time they will go head to head. That championship belt will be hanging out. James, that was the promo. What did you think? Well, you talk about uh, a rivalry on, on 
in WWE that has meant something and, and has built both wrestlers up. I think this feud encapsulates it all. I think you look at The Miz and the way he's progressed in ring. Ziggler's helped him pull out the best matches. I think with Ziggler as well, to have that emotion of facing someone like The Miz, helping the character out, it's been great feud, hasn't it, Dan? It has, yeah. There's been a lot on the line for both men. I mean, Ziggler had his career on the stage. Miz had his title. Ziggler won that match. Miz won the rematch, you know. So it's it's all square between these two at the moment. Yeah. And I think a ladder match settles that perfectly. Yeah, this is they've, they've labelled it as the final chapter, the last time each man will will fight in a ring. And before the match started, we saw Daniel Bryan getting interviewed, didn't we? And uh, I think interesting comments by him or not really surprising? <laughs> well, I, f- I think it's quite funny because normally it's the face general manager hating a... No, sorry, it's normally a heel general manager hating a face wrestler. Yeah. But, you know, it's the other way around. And I, f- I think it's interesting and it works. No, most definitely. And, you know, and they, Miz came up and said to Daniel Bryan, like, oh, you, you, you've, you've admitted that like, you don't like me now. And Bryan said, no, I've, I've never liked you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah. Telling it like it is. <laughs> and prediction-wise, James, who have I gone for? You have gone for Dolph Ziggler in yes. this one, Dan. Why is that? Um, I think he's, he's a better wrestler, in my opinion. He's, you know, he's got a lot to offer. He's... Both men have had quite disastrous title runs. And, you know, this intercontinental feud is is quite good between the two of them. And I think Ziggler's going to win it and, you know, maybe another rematch for The Miz to try and keep this, you know, burning on again. Well, I, I would normally agree with you, but Dan, who have I gone for? You have gone for The Miz. Yeah, and i tell you one of the reasons is, is because I think this will be the final chapter and I think The Miz will move on to bigger and better things no disrespect to Dolph Ziggler but I think the way his character is and with that championship you can see him moving on with Daniel Bryan throwing other obstacles in his you know in his, like seeing it another way around with the the hill with the babyface general manager you know, it'd be interesting to see something like that yeah definitely that. yeah but keys to victory in this one Dan who's got to do what to win um, well both men have and they well they've both gone on to win money in the bank so, you know, they they both know what it takes to get to the top of the ladder and claim that title. So, you know, they, they know what it takes. I think it's uh, for Ziggler, he's got to have eyes in the back of his head. Watch out for Maurice as well because it's no disqualification so she can get involved. Uh, for Ziggler, just try and out-wrestle them as. Yeah, the, uh, the Maurice will be vital at ringside, you know, for this match. Be interesting to see how it goes. But like I said, I think Ziggler one-on-one with the Miz does beat him. You know, I, I won't agree with you there. You think Miz, uh, Maurice is the defining factor? Yeah, she definitely is. But I think the Miz has improved leaps and bounds this year as, as a wrestler. Uh, and I think we've got to give him credit as well as we see the match start. We do, yeah. And, you know, there was a bit of back and forth between the two. Miz was in control early on. But Ziggler reversed it and threw Miz into a ladder. And now he's got control and walking back to the ring with a ladder yeah I mean we saw both men exchanging the finishes and the early going but they know each other so well don't they they can just block it and defend uh, yeah. in that way they work a lot better as well you know when they've had a few matches yeah but we said I saw the Miz start the match and he looked a bit worried I think looking up at it you know looking up at how high the belt was with the ladders involved both men money in the bank but Ziggler out of the eight ladder matches that have happened at t- the Ziggler has in, has been involved in half of them, and he's three and zero going into this one tonight. So you're looking at the stats for Ziggler, you would definitely back him. I didn't know that beforehand, but I still think the Miz. Yeah, very impressive from Ziggler. Is there a difference between? I mean, it might be obvious a ladder match and a TLC match. I mean, what are the defining factors? You know, 
Um, I think with ladder matches, they focus mainly on ladders. And with TLC matches, it's ladders, but with tables and chairs thrown in. But it's still the same goal, isn't it? Climbing up the ladder to get the title belt. It is. And, you know, you could use a ladder and a chair in a a, a table and a chair in a ladder match. Yeah, in a ladder match, yeah. And uh, I think the purist, though, for me, is like you look back at the ladder matches that we had. Oh. Shawn Michaels, Razor. Rock Triple H. You know, all, all these great old school ladder matches. But don't get me wrong, I mean, to have a ladder match and a TLC match at the same pay-per-view, I mean, fair play if it's different type of matches, you know, you don't want to see the same thing happen in both, you know. I think it definitely worked with the Dudleys, Edge and Christian and Hardys because, you know, they each brought their own element into it. I mean, E and C loved the chairs, Hardys loved ladders and Dudleys. They, they quite liked tables. Yeah, they did quite like tables, but the Miz is quite liking ladders. He dropped toeholds Ziggler on there, and is he going to get the title? Oh, no. Not if Miz has anything to do with it. And we're going against each other here, James, so <laughs> a bit of rivalry, and the Miz is starting to get a bit of control, taking Ziggler out of the picture for a second, but I think Miz needs that time to regain his own breath. He does, and he sees Ziggler trying to slingshot, but you wouldn't normally see a drop kick from the Miz, and he's adding these moves, I think, to his repertoire, as it was. As well, you've mentioned before that he's he seems to be improving, but that's because he's using Brian's moves in a mocking fashion. But, he, he, sorry, sorry, but do you think the Miz is trying to prove himself to Daniel Bryan? I, I think he is in a weird way. I think he wants to show him you know, what he can do. I think the fans have been very hard on the Miz about the way he does wrestle. And I think hey, is that the Miz is not only attempting to mock Brian, but he is doing the moves, and the moves that actually look quite good as well, you know? The thing with the Miz, which I don't like about him, is he's more of a showman than a wrestler. Yeah. Which, you know, he's he, he acts in his wrestling, if you kind of know what I mean. He's, he's not like Ziggler or, you know, a more accomplished wrestler, Brian. They're more fluid with their motions, but... You know, it's like the Miz is doing this as an acting job as opposed to actually wrestling. But I think this is a problem as well for WWE. They put the Miz in a situation where the top heel in 2010 was CM Punk. They gave him the WWE title. That failed and bombed. So he's never taken as a serious main eventer again. And then he had like the Miz TV because WWE didn't have faith in his talent either. You know, and, and this is the thing. And the Miz has got to try and prove to everybody that, no, he actually can wrestle and he's not dangerous. And, you know, he, he can do things. Uh, sorry, Ziggler going for the famous, huh? Oh. But the Miz managing to pick a powerbomb him onto the stairs, but Ziggler manages to get out on a backslide. Ziggler manages to swing round and DDT Miz onto the steps, but it looks like Ziggler got a bit of a bum end of that deal as well. Oh, he did, but again, it's another move I'm talking about. You know, people say, oh, the Miz wouldn't take that bump because he's like reality with movies. It's, it's, it's hard-hitting stuff, you know. I am a Miz fan, I can't lie to you. I mean, look at my T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. thing with Miz is... His whole career has been depicted on reality this. You know, it's movies. It's, you know, it's he's always been... But it's someone WWE can rely on to go out there and actually do it. You know, uh, the, people think of a wrestler as like this kind of big greased up dumb guy. You know, you've got someone like... Never Miz. gonna catch me! Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's greased up deaf guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got, you know, The Miz. You can go out there and, and do it. Do all the interviews, you know, appearing... Great films like The Marine 3. <laughs> no, The Marine 3 is a good film. I have watched it. The Marine 4 is not very good, but Marine 3 is good. Anyways, back to the patch. Oh, and Ziggler looking to set up a ladder, but The Miz with another dropkick taking him out from behind. But Ziggler, credit to him, but can you see him as a main event star? Is his time up? And, and, and be truthful, Dan. I think he can have another grasp at the cherry. 
But then, you know, as can Orton. Yeah, Orton can. I mean, I'm talking about Ziggler. Seen, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm talking about Ziggler. I mean... I think he can have a... You know, he can go out with his head high. Yeah, but I don't... You know, he's been around for a little while now. But do you put Ziggler in the same class as an Orton has seen? I mean, oh, no. Ziggler, for no, me, would be not. like... Ziggler would be... Um, Seamus's class. That's not even that high. Like, nah. Did Wade Barrett. Do you know what I mean? Someone who gets to that yeah. would makes it that much further. But, you know, he had, at least he had a brief spell as a heavyweight champion, unlike Wade Barrett. Yeah, that's true. But injuries again, Ziggler then again being that it wasn't trusted in that main event position. And, and it's good to see the Miz and Ziggler actually having a match, even though they both could get seriously injured. And they're well, going to put it all in line, you know? Well, Miz has got the ladder set up across the ropes in the corner. And he's got Ziggler up, up top and he's going to deliver a super play things. But Ziggler trying to fight his way out. Miz in a precarious Ooh. position on that ladder. Gets a right hand from Ziggler and face first into the side. And he's surfing now on the ladder, Ziggler. <laughs> oh, what's Dolph going to do now? He can't reach the title from there, can he? Oh, springboards off the ladder with a big elbow. Fair play to Dolph. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Ziggler's not a great talent. He is a great wrestler. I just don't know if he will be given the title again. It'll be interesting to see, you know? Yeah. The elevation that Ziggler got though on that big elbow. And Ziggler set up the ladder now. He's going to go get the championship. Oh, Miz there trying to stop him, but gets fought off for now. Ziggler had his fingertips on the belt, but Miz, luckily enough, managing to pull him off. <laughs> and, a, and a huge clothesline by Ziggler then. Stopping the Miz in his tracks and Maurice solved. And they see the ladder strewn about ringside as well. Dangerous weapons, of course. Miz getting thrown to the outside and Ziggler's left in the ring alone to climb the ladder and regain his title. And that's it. Over and done with. Oh, Miz tips the ladder and Ziggler gets hung up on the top rope. Fucking hell, an impact there. Whiplash. And the thing about ladder matches, and the thing about them, Dan, yeah. is people say, well, it must be fake they're made of metal. And, you know, you look at the Edge and Christian, Hardy's, Dudley's teams now... And the the impact that they took on them, the, the bumps, you know, it is a hard match to have. You know, TLC is probably the most hated pay-per-view by the talent because they know they have to put their bodies on the line, you know. Oh, yeah, I know, like, you know, it's, they know how to fall and they are quite protected, but it's still going to fucking hurt. Yeah. I mean, I think they're safeguarded from it slightly a bit more now. You know, you're not going to have the major bumps that you had. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, I suppose so. But then Major again, bumps. you never you never know with uh, Ziggler or maybe AJ Styles are going to try something special tonight, you know. The ladder is up against Ziggler and Bra uh, Miz <coughs> was doing the kicks as he does so well. Managed to hit two yeah. and then went for his third, went to the world one too many times and Ziggler managing to push the ladder into the Miz and both men are down. Oh, the fucking impact there as well. Both men down again. Let's go Ziggler, let's go Miz chance. When has the Miz ever had a Let's Go Miz chant? I tell you, he's, he's earning the respect to the hardcore, Dan. He, he's no mojo, Rawley, all right? He's... I think the hardcore are the ones that are shouting Ziggler. And... No, they're not. The, 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 the kids are shouting. Let's go Miz. They're sh... No, they're not. The kids are shouting Let's Go Ziggler. But the Miz managing to wake his way up. Oh, meet Ziggler at the top of the ladder. This could get dangerous. <laughs> Both men have grasped the title, but... Neither of them have managed to release it from its bonds. That's true. And Ziggler now getting the advantage on the Miz for the punches. Oh, Miz looks in trouble. Teetering. Go on, Ziggler. Well, the Miz has fallen. Get up, son. The Miz has fallen and Ziggler now is clear to get the title, surely. 
Don't call me Shirley, but he's going to get the belt. Oh, but the Miz just in the nick of time. Oh. Tying up Ziggler's leg round that ladder. And that is good strategy by the Miz. You can't climb a ladder if you've got a broken leg. And the Miz there, he's got Ziggler's leg wrapped round the ladder and he's putting a lot of pressure on it. Oh, no. Tips the ladder up to stop Ziggler climbing it for now. Well, just dumps and no care about where Ziggler fell either, really, with that ladder set up in the corner still. Well, Ziggler oh. went for the super kick. And the Miz trying to his leg, trying to hurt him, but Ziggler getting out of the way just in time. Oh! oh. The Miz dropping Dolph knee first onto the ladder, and that looked brutal. Well, Ziggler blocked the attempt to use the ladder against his leg twice, but the third time, Miz was successful, and that folded it up. Oh, and the Miz just toppling the ladder over onto Ziggler, but Ziggler may, luckily. <clears throat> but that leg, you can't climb a ladder with one leg. Yeah, I don't think the Miz is finished yet. There's a ladder set up. Oh, picks him up by his ankle and drops him knee first over that ladder. Fucking hell. Well, we know the Miz likes to use the figure four as well. And like I say, wearing someone down. With figure the... four through the ladder. Yeah. I think with the ladder matches where you've got to make the ladder the weapon of choice, haven't you? You've got to make it view, so to speak. <laughs> Thus, they have. Oh, look at that now. Oh, Put... Miz tying Ziggler up through the ladder. <laughs> Figure four through the ladder. Oh, wow. Called it before it happened. Oh, is he going to be able to? Miz He's is... got it locked in and Miz looks in fucking agony. Well, the Miz looks intense. Ziggler looks in agony. Ziggler looks in agony, yeah. He's screaming out, and nothing. He can't do anything. There's no rope break. Can't give up now. Call it, Charles. Call it. And is that the damage done now? The Miz letting go. Is he let go prematurely? And the Miz adding insult to injury, kicking the ladder, which Dolph is sandwiched between. The Miz now looks like he's going to go for the skull crushing finale, and this is the finale move. Oh, not of this on the ladder. Feud. Yeah, straight on the ladder down. Straight on the ladder. Pow! Right in the kisser. Oh, but he can't run. Can't deliver the super kick. Legs too injured. Skull crushing finale on the ladder. That's got to have taken him out of the game. No, <laughs> they don't call it a skull crushing finale for no reason. Bang, straight on that ladder. And that's it now, isn't it? The Miz. Legs been worked on. Head's been crushed. The skull has been crushed. Yes. Maurice is just going to go there and hold Ziggler's ankle while Miz climbs the ladder. Well, the Miz now going to go get his Intercontinental Championship. It's all said and done. I mean, what a match it's been, though, to be fair. And there goes Ziggler. Oh! <laughs> Pushing the ladder out of the way from underneath the Miz. And the Miz is let, they're just hanging. Does he get the title? Well, Can he get the title? He's got it with both hands. He's just holding on at the moment. Oh! And Ziggler throwing the ladder into the Miz and knocking him off his perch up there. Oh, it looks like he landed badly on that knee. Well, the Miz might have broke his leg on that one. Come on, Ziggler. You see the impact Miz on the outside. Ziggler is in the inside, but he's pretty beaten up. Oh, pull yourself out of the ladder, son. Come on, Ziggler. The Miz is out. The Miz is fucked. This is probably the only point that splits us, James. So the winner of this wins the main event. And as I was saying, nothing else separates us on this card. Ziggler has the ladder set up. And he's going to climb it. Go on, son. Well, referee's checking on the Miz, who's down and out. Climb your way out there, son. That leg's had so much damage, though. You only need the leg as a perch. That's it. Hop up. Hop up. Go on, Zach Gowan. Oh, but the Miz in. Also on one leg. They've got a pair of legs between them. 
This is crazy. These two men fighting on one leg each. Oh. Uh-oh. Miz has Ziggler set up for a powerbomb. Off the top rope and onto the ladder. <laughs> Fucking hell. Springboard powerbomb there onto the ladder. and That's got to put Ziggler out. Well, what a move by the Miz. Taking Ziggler out and now she's got to get it. She's got to get it. And the Miz going for a ladder. What's he going to do now? Does he just want to add more insult to injury for Ziggler? Oh, Miz rubbing his knee. Well, what's left to do? I mean, both men down and out. It's been a war. But it's got to end. One guy's got to get this championship. Will it be the Miz who's using the ladder to help him up? He's using the ladder as a crutch. All he needs to do is hop his way up the ladder and he regains his intercontinental reign. Ziggler's got to be seeing stars and the Miz has got two ladders set up now. <laughs> well, I don't know why he set up the second ladder for, but I guess better purchase. And Ziggler's just dragging himself up a ladder. Oh, manages to deliver a right hand to Miz just in time. Miz was so close and now both men can't reach the belt. It's swinging around. Oh, and both men delivering big right hands to each other. Come on, Miz. Miz's got the advantage now. Oh, reaching for the belt, but Ziggler back up the ladder. This is going to end badly. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Ziggler with the big punches and now the headbutt. And the Miz, just one last the desperation. The Miz thinks he's a star, but he's seeing stars now. <laughs> And all he wants is that belt. He's just desperately reaching out for it. Miz is down. Ziggler isn't. Well, Ziggler's headbutt got the Miz off the ladder and now it's only one man left. Come on, Ziggler. Just concentrate on one ladder, mate. Don't worry about two. Just have one. <laughs> Look how close he is. Fingertips away. Miz is laying on the canvas. He's got it. Ziggler's got it. Oh. Oh. Got oh. oh. Fingertips oh. on the strap. The Miz there punted and it was good right in Ziggler's tallywhacker. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel for you, man. That shit hurts. Once that did a job, twice does. Oh, and he just pushes Ziggler off the ladder. No, not like this. Miz limping, not like this. Limping up to get the championship. Yeah. <laughs> you can fuck off and go to hell. Well, the Miz won without Maurice's help. Does that show how tough the Miz is, Dan? Well, I was just about to mention that. Um, you know, she didn't get involved once. It was a straight-up match between the two. Yeah, he used foul play to get the victory, but it wasn't illegal. It was a legal move in that kind of matching environment. And he's certainly been through the wars. It was a brilliant match-up between the two. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just a cracking match. I mean, I knew they put their bodies on the line, but some of the bumps they took were fucking massive, for, you know, especially for this time. And they left it all out there. And, and to end a feud like that is, is brilliant. So Dolph Ziggler is going to go on to bigger and better things then. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But I mean, the Miz, man, like I say, his words, he wanted to dedicate it to Daniel Bryan. I mean, there's not many wrestlers who can have a match like that, then get on the mic and give a promo like that, really, can they? No, no, I'll give it, I'll give it that. You know, he is, he is a showman. Yeah, give the devil his due. But I mean, yeah, great match though. Great Bloody match. good match. Yeah, I was very impressed. Both men gave it their all. And it just goes to show that you don't top of a ladder in a ladder match for it to be a good match. Yeah, that is a really, really good match. And TLC's going along quite nicely at the moment, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's brilliant couple of matches, you know. Even even the kickoff match was entertaining. Yeah. So what, what's the predictions after that, then? Currently, the predictions stand. You're on four, I'm on three. 
So, well done, James. You've got a pay-per-view point. I thank you very much. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll do um, scores at the end. Three matches remain. What's going to follow that? A chair match? Yeah, I think that will be it. And then we'll have the two big championship matches. But do you see any uh, surprises? I mean, you know, I know it's a bit of a surprise for you, The Miz winning. Do you think you see any more surprises as the night goes on now? You've seen a title change hands. That wasn't surprising. I don't think AJ Styles is going to drop WWE Championship. I mean, he's such a hot prospect at the moment. You'd be silly to take it yeah. from him. And Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, if any of them, it'd probably be that one. Yeah, I know. That's what I was talking about before. I mean, we'll talk more into detail in that match. Up next, it's inevitably going to be the chair match between Corbin and Kalisto. James, should we have a look at the promo video for Baron Corbin and Kalisto? Yes, we should. Baron Corbin, known as the Lone Wolf, and his goal has been to dish out as much punishment as possible. There's nothing better than to go out and impose my will on another human being. Every time you get up, I'm going to put you back down. Corbin's attack cost Kalisto two months of action with a knee injury. I don't have a problem with superstars trying to make a name for themselves. But what you're doing right now is reckless and stupid. This guy's been working hard to come back stronger. You better believe he's got one thing on his mind tonight, and that's revenge. Oh! Baron Corbin just flanged Kalisto! 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 So, that was the promo vid. What do you think of it? There's been a bit of heat coming between these two. I know, but I'm a little bit worried between the rivalry with a big man and the little man. It's not really going to end well for either of them. You, the little man beating the big guy, or the big guy just destroying a cruiserweight and disrespecting him that way. I mean, it's difficult, but is it personal? I mean, do you care about the feud, Dan? Um, not as much as I do about other feuds. But, you know, it's it's a feud nonetheless. Yeah, and we see Corbin attacking Kalisto in the, the promo for with the chair, setting up this chairs match as we see the entrances as well. Yes, James. Um, <laughs> do you want to explain what we saw? <laughs> yeah, well, Kalisto came out in a, in a real hurry, you know, came, came his Lucha Lucha entrance, came into the ring, went right out the other side, underneath the apron. He, he was looking for something, wasn't he? What, what were you looking for there? Well, it's a chairs match, so I believe he's looking for a chair. <laughs> But the funny thing is, there's chairs all the way around the ring. Yes, there was chairs actually behind him. No chairs under the fucking ring. But now we have Baron Corbin coming in with a serious look on his face. 
I was ready for him. Well, yeah, Corbin. I mean, predictions, Dan. Who have um, you've gone for Baron Corbin in this one? I have, and you have gone for Baron Corbin also. I have. What are your reasons for Corbin? I just think the bigger guy. He, I think he needs more of a push than Kalisto does. So yeah, on that basis alone, I think the wise move would be to go for Baron Corbin. Yeah, I mean, I've said Corbin will be a future champion, and he won't be if he loses to Kalisto in matches like this. So he has to kind of pull out a victory. Kalisto threw loads of chairs to start off the match, though, didn't he? He did. He he was loaded up with chairs, but Corbin kind of halted that, and now he's just about to power bomb Kalisto in, but he manages to slide down the back, and yeah, I think he's just got to use his high flying lucha ability to avoid Baron Corbin, really. Yeah, yeah is that his key to victory? Is just using the speed. You know, speed kills, doesn't it? He has to keep the pace up. Whereas Corbin get the win. He just needs to get hands on the little bugger and try and beat him down, slow him down and stop him from flying. Yeah, it wasn't very successful then, was he? <laughs> nope. He's going to have to do better than that. And Kaliso setting up a chair and go flying over the top. Kaliso's got new um, new attire. Do you, you digging his new attire, Dan? Yeah, I think there's a bit too much jazz on the mask. I like a nice planar mask. But, yeah, you know, if he's happy, I'm happy. Well, I tell you so, Kaliso's not happy now. Because his head's on the barricade, isn't it? And Corbin, he's just punching his head in. He is. And I think Corbin was embarrassed by getting off to a slow start against Kaliso. And, yeah, he's slowed the match down to his pace and he's just going to punish him. Yeah, he is. And he's choking him with a T-shirt now. He's his own T-shirt. Well, he's not going to use Kaliso. He's too small. Just throwing Kaliso round like a ragdoll. With that T-shirt wrapped round his neck and under his arm. Just throwing Kalisto round like a ragdoll with that T-shirt wrapped round his neck and under his arm. Oh, and just throws him into a stack of chairs. He nearly got a strike there. <laughs> Is it good to see Corbin Kalisto a chance to wrestle one-on-one on a pay-per-view now? I think it's a bit mismatched. Too mismatched, I think. But, you know, we we've we all like the underdog story. Do you like to... Is this a match-up you're interested in? Is it, I don't know, something that... You think, oh, yeah, that could have potential to be a good match? No. I mean, it might be a good match, but like I said, I don't like the feud as it is. You know, yeah. you know with a big man like this, and to to go down that, you know, you should secretly just go into Corbin in this way. It doesn't really do much for Kalisto. Yeah, it shows his toughness, but at the end of the day, he looks mismatched and it's just a bit silly, isn't it? But, I mean, I like Corbin. Don't get me wrong. I like to see him give an opportunity. I like Kalisto give an opportunity to pay for you. But I think Kalisto found much more success over on Raw with a cruiserweight division. But maybe look at just keeping him separate. Yeah, I think he would have been a lot better over there with that. But they might, you know, try and keep him for a SmackDown cruiserweight, hopefully. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, Kalisto has been a US champion this year. Vicious jackknife and the roll up there by Corbin and a close two count. Two and Corbin just flattering Kalisto there. Now he's bringing more chairs into play. Look at the fans riveted. Oh yes, it looks like they're sitting on their hands. Corbin setting up the chairs. There's two. Looks like Kalisto could be in trouble. Well, unless he's expecting people round. I don't know why he's setting up the chairs for. Oh, you know they're a bit close. <coughs> Musical chairs. Don't play that in ages. Yeah, hopefully since you were a kid, Dan. I mean, if you'd said six months, I would have been a bit like. <laughs> Oh, and six chairs have been set up in the middle of the ring. Kalisto looks like he's going to be in trouble. Oh, managing to dodge the early onslaught, though, from Corbin. Oh. Truck toe hold into the chair that he set up in the corner. And Kalisto, can he take advantage of this? 
Well, you know, the chairs are set up there in a... Well, I wouldn't make a good Salida del Sol. Calisto going low with the chair. Hurricane <laughs> Rana onto a chair. Now Calisto's going up top. Corbin staggering. This is going to hurt someone. Oh, seated sent on onto the face of Corbin through the chairs. Oh, and Corbin there lifting his shoulder up at two. Two. And I thought that was over then. I thought Kalisto had it done. God, that seated sent on through the chairs. That looked fucking sore. <laughs> Three big chair moves Corbin just took to kick out. Uh-huh. Corbin rolls to the outside. He is in big trouble. Kalisto trying to take advantage of what he can, but... He's been putting himself through the ringer every time he's taken Corbin out as well, hasn't he? He has, yeah, and he's not going to go flying over the top, is he? Looks like he is. Oh, suicide dive through the ropes, but gets caught by Corbin and planted hard on the ground. Well, Corbin Kalisto around, like you say, dumped him on the... Any momentum Kalisto had is now surely gone. Don't call me Shirley, but that was like some sort of set-out powerbomb. Like, been quite a painful match so far, isn't it? I mean, it's a good chair match, and they've focused solely on chairs. Yeah, I mean, there's not been that many great chair matches in history, has there? And this, is, this has been quite a good one. This is up there with them. Oh, Kalisto showed the guts to kick out. I think that's infuriated Corbin, though. Ah, yes, indeed. And, yeah, he looks really angry, and I think he just had his foot kicking them chairs. Van <laughs> <laughs> Corbin will be out six months due to a broken ankle. But he's not finished with those chairs, though, Corbin. Oh, end of days on a part of chairs if he saw. That could be Kalisto's fate. Maybe he knows that he rolls out. Trying to get himself to safety, but I think the mood Corbin's in, he's not going to be that safe. No, I mean, look at the dents on the chair. That's from Corbin's body. And Barron's just taking his frustration out on the chairs as opposed to taking out on his opponent. And he's just realised what I've said and he's slid outside to stop his opponent recovering. Oh, goes for the chair shot, but miss, misses and hits nothing but... Barrier. Well, Kalista managed to escape just for a second. Ducks again. Oh, Corbin and he chair, chair shot into Tunga in the Cacao. face. Cow. Oh. <laughs> he did <laughs> chair shot Tunga and then a fan. Kalista just dodging it. Kalista now with a bit of offense of his own with the kicks to the midsection of Corbin. Goes up top to run the barricade. Oh, oh. head scissors takedown there. Lovely by Kalista. Oh, fucking hell. A Daniel Bryan-esque running kick there, sending Corbin straight into the barriers, and he looks in a bit of trouble. He does, not that chair shot, Kalista chair, Kalista threw right in Corbin's face as well. You can see the marks on each other, on their bodies from this match. I'd like brutal. to say that Kalisto doesn't look as outmatched as I thought he mm. would have been. He's not doing too bad for himself, is he? No. He's, he's sticking in there. But as Corbin just woke up. <laughs> oh, stepping through the ropes and a little springboard off the bottom there to a nice leg drop. Kalisto's still in control. <clears throat> and this this could be a huge victory for Kalisto. An upset. Sets the chair on top of Baron Corbin. That's going to hurt you as much as it's going to hurt him. And Kalisto now going to go to the top. What's he got in store, Dan? Fucking hell. Moonsault off the top and hits nothing but chair, but Corbin got that as well. Oh. And... Oh, a great kick out there. Uh. Looked like Corbin was beat, but Kalisto <laughs> with that move. Fucking hell. And Kalisto can't keep Corbin down. Kalisto giving it his all. So's Corbin. But he's on the back foot. Is this making Corbin look weaker? That's what I'm saying. It does look a little bit weaker, doesn't it? You know? And Kalisto having his way now has picked up the chair. But then again, K- Kalisto's a former US champ. I don't know, but he's only five foot. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Sizes and everything. <laughs> well, that's what your girlfriend tells. <laughs> oh, and Kalisa with a chair 
to the back showing of his vicious side there on Baron Corbin. And now he's setting up the chairs in a stack in the middle of the ring. You talk about end of days in the chairs. What about a... Um... Salida del Sol. Exactly. Oh, and Kalisto now looking to hit the move on Corbin. Could this be it? Could this be it? Salida del Sol. Oh, no, but Corbin pushes him off. But a lovely kick combo there from Kalisto sends Corbin to his knees. Kalisto's up top. Oh! oh. Jumps off into a chair, though, and I think Baron Corbin's got this match finished. <laughs> well, <laughs> Kalisto risked it all, but ended up landing through the chair, basically. And now what's next? Oh, shut up. Don't. No, come on. He's been for enough now. Oh. End of days into a pile of chairs. What do you think? <laughs> well, I thought it was, I think, the best it could have given us, really. I weren't expecting much from it. It was an all-out war, really. Corbin took a few big bumps, so did Kalisto. And for a chair match, I think it's the best chair match we've ever had. I think it is, yeah. It's, you know, it's not really a much-used weapon in matches, but, you know, when it's used and used right, I think, yeah, they used it right today, and it was the best chair match I've seen. Yeah, I mean, does Corbin move on to bigger and better things after this now? Exactly, yeah. It'd be good to see what the future does hold for Baron Corbin. And after that match-up, we get a point apiece for both correctly predicting Corbin. And that puts me on to far, four. And you up there on five. So, perfect score. Still perfect in sight. Perfect score, yep. Still. Two matches to go. Not a bad match, though. Fair play no. to him. And Corbin now coming out to the announce table. Bold statement there by Baron Corbin saying that's going to happen to everyone that gets in his way. Referring to the crumpled mess in the middle of the ring that is Kalisto. Well, fair play, Baron Corbin, statement sent, and it should be a big 2017 for this young man. But Kalisto, all credit to him, though. Yeah, he gave it his all. I mean, he lasted a lot longer than we probably both thought he would, and he didn't look as outmatched as we both assumed. So up next, I believe it'll be the women's match, Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss for the women's title, and this is the promo. So the stage is set for this mammoth main event. Alexa Bliss, the number one contender. Becky Lynch making her maiden voyage as SmackDown Women's Champ. Our SmackDown Women's Champion. When we faced each other in Glasgow, Becky, you escaped with that title just because of dumb Irish luck. And if it weren't for that blind referee not seeing my foot on the rope, I would be SmackDown Women's Champion. I would love to know what it's like to live in your little fantasy world where if you're nice to everybody and you work really hard, you can accomplish anything. Being nice. Do not get me into the biggest women's match of all time at WrestleMania. That I was the first woman drafted to SmackDown Live. Becky Lynch! And it sure as hell is not the reason that I am the woman's champion! All you've accomplished is some multicolored lips, good sound bites on talking smack, and a victim's mentality. If you think that that is what it takes to be a champion around here, you are in for a rude rude awakening i don't know what it is about you but every time i hear you speak i feel like i'm gonna vomit oh smackdown women's champion not waiting until tlc oh 
I got those things because I am relentless. Becky Lynch continues to bring the fight to the number one contender, Alexa Bliss. It's a preview of what we're going to see Sunday. Oh, Becky Alexa Bliss has challenged you to a tables match at TLC. Look, I don't care what kind of a match it is. Tables, ladders, chairs, stairs. She'll get it. And I'll get my revenge on that little bitch. It is official. At TLC, Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss will have a tables match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Alexa Bliss, I will make you WWE's resident bleeding beauty because I am relentless. And most importantly, I am the SmackDown Women's Champion, and I will keep it that way. I don't care. I'll put Becky through one table, two tables, a hundred tables. I'll take her title, humiliate her, and show her that she does not mess with me. An interesting rivalry between the two? Yeah, I mean, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's been an interesting feud, is not it, as we see between these two women. Bliss coming up from NXT, getting a chance against Becky Lynch. She's more established now. But, I mean, it's been interesting to see what happens in the match. I mean, are you expecting much for the match itself, Dan? It's a table match, so, you know, that could go either way in terms of a victory. I mean, it cancels out Becky Lynch using a disarmer. But, I don't know, I don't think Alexa Bliss is enough to topple Lynch from a throne. What was the question? It's been an interesting rivalry between the two. I mean, Alexa Bliss has certainly shown she's got what it takes to keep up with Becky Lynch. I don't know. It, it could be a very good match. But, you know, it's just how they play it. But judging by how this card has gone, it should be great. Yeah. I mean, um, we talk about predictions, Dan. You've gone for Becky Lynch in this. I mean, is that one of the reasons that you just gave now why you've gone for in this one? Yeah, I think, you know, she's... Definitely the most dominating force on SmackDown in the women's division. Yeah, I think it's going to take a lot more than a Harley Quinn lookalike to topple her. And who have I gone for in this? Um, James, match? you have gone for Becky Lynch. Yeah, and I, I'm starting to regret it a little bit. And why is that? Uh, it's just one of those things I've got at the back of my head. It's it's WWE like to do it every now and again, switch something up. And I think in a table match as well, it casts back to... Seen as Sheamus when you know Sheamus put through won the title that way. It's a way to protect the champion without getting pinned, submitted. I mean, I can't say. I mean, Becky Lynch is a stronger champion, but to just inject something into the feud, maybe keep it building towards WrestleMania or something like that. You know? Yeah, exactly that. I mean, just like we saw on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it definitely has the potential to go either way. But I don't know. I'm still confident in Lynch. I think the Irish last kicker is gonna. She's going to kick some ass. Yeah, I mean, and hopefully if Lynch does get the victory, then I've got perfect score as well because it's definitely going to be AJ, isn't it? You know what I mean? So do you think it's too soon for Bliss to be at this level, Dan? Well, there's not really much more challengers that are reputable in the SmackDown division, to be honest. So, you know, Bliss is as good as any. Yeah, I mean, this is a co-main event spot as well. Do you think they deserve the spot on the card? Definitely, yeah. Um, you know, they've definitely come through and i'm not calling women they i'm just referring to the women as them but um yeah the women have definitely shone through and you know they've got two matches on the card yeah you know and you know they're normally used as filler matches but they've been seen more as high spots not so much on smackdown because of the limited roster but 
Certainly on Raw. Well, could you see SmackDown women main event in a SmackDown pay-per-view? Um, I could see Becky Lynch main event in a SmackDown pay-per-view, yeah. I'm not sure who against, though. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, what is it about Becky Lynch that you like? I just like her tenacity. She's a genuine good wrestler. You know, um, yeah, I think she's just a brilliant wrestler. Yeah. I think that gives her all she needs. And what are the keys to victory in this uh, matchup? Only going for a table. So, you know, a victory or a loss can come as quick as that. You know, as quick as an RK out of nowhere. I think it's just try and get it over and done with as soon as you can and be wary of set-up tables for both women. Well, I say that because Lynch went to the outside to get table out. Bliss attacked Lynch and then put the table away. So do you think, uh, do you think Bliss's strategy is to... Uh, Maybe make this a little bit of a longer match where down Lynch, because, you know, she has injured her past couple of weeks on SmackDown, didn't she? And try and take it like that. Um, well, as as you highlighted before, I think his key to victory is to try and Sheamus a win. Yeah. You know, yeah. pull the old Sheamus and try and sneak a win. I think for um, Becky Lynch, she's got to, you know, try and keep her eyes in the back of her head because... I think Bliss knows that she can get a cheeky win and will do it at any cost. Yeah, and, and Lynch trying to powerbomb Bliss for the announce table. I guess that would count because that is a, that is a table. We have to uh, check the <laughs> judges, but yeah, I don't see why not. But Bliss blocking it. And what do you think of a Harley Quinn character recently? Then? It's not too bad. It could be a lot worse. It could be a, it could be a lot worse. Um, I think she just needs a tenacity and bit more to go with it as well if you know what I mean yeah I mean there's a lot of work to be done I'm surprised she's in this position so soon but like you say the lack of depth maybe in the women's roster on Smackdown I think it's a bit unfair on Lynch as well she's been given a lot to do with um, a little talent as well isn't she she just said right you've got to make a women's division now and she's trying to best Lynch isn't she and Lynch trying to suplex Bliss over the top oh she's teetering and there's a table set up on the outside could this be the cheeky win that Bliss could use well, Lynch's not having that, but Bliss is tenacious. I mean, she has got a vicious side to her. We have seen that, you know. Bliss has got potential. And she just turned 25 as well, and it's all happening so soon. She has got a big future ahead of her, hasn't she? Yeah, definitely. Um, She's she's not a bad wrestler. She's a bit on the small side for a woman wrestler. She seems more like a diva. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, you know, you definitely can't underestimate her. She's a brilliant worker, learning a lot from Lynch. And now it's Bliss's turn to teeter on the outside of the ring ropes near the table, but luckily enough managing to grab Lynch's foot and take her off the top rope, putting her down in some discomfort. Yeah, she got back in with a, just a big right hand. Spiteful as well, isn't she? She's got that look about her. I like Bliss, though, don't get me wrong. Well, these two women in the ring might not be, well, one of them's part of the four horsewomen not getting a chance on Raw, of course. Smackdown Women's Champion and Bliss. And they're just fighting to the outside now. Nearly close to being put for And now Bliss is going to attempt to set up a table, hoping to put Becky Lynch through to regain, to become only the second champion. So, you know, we could see two second champions of a title. <laughs> we could, yeah. <clears throat> the tag team changing hands. Could the women's title be next? Because it was gained and it could be lost on the same night. Yeah, you're right, Dad. Both were crowned at Backlash. Both could lose at TLC. Lynch is down in the middle of the ring and Bliss setting up the table. Could be time now for a new women's champion. And now Bliss is working on Lynch in the corner, trying to weaken her up, but 
as I say that, Bliss fight, uh, Becky fights out with an elbow, and they're going crazy in the middle of the ring, trading blows. Well, who would win in a fight? I thought Lynch would, but maybe she's been worn down enough by Bliss to have the advantage at the moment. Could this be the end for Lynch? Or is Bliss looking for a sparkle splash? Get the job done. Going to the top. Oh, Lynch cuts her off. Superplex through the table. Possibly. I mean, Bliss on top, but fighting back as well. Lynch could fall. Well, fair play. Lynch there falling off the top rope, but moving the table so she doesn't fall through it. Sets it up in a really precarious position. On the table on the side. Uh-oh. I thought she was going to drop Alexa Bliss next, neck first onto the side table. But managing to fight out and dropping Lynch. And Lynch is looking in a lot of trouble here. Yeah, Bliss has been in a lot of control from the early going. And a little bit of a surprise, really. We thought it was going to be all Becky. And, you know, Bliss get the cheeky win. But might be the other way around. Now Bliss sets up the table in the corner. That's a precarious position. Now that is a dangerous position. And Lynch could be going through it. Any second now. Oh, but a big uppercut from the Irish lass. Now, Becky Lynch is on fire. A couple of big clotheslines and a nice dropkick. Oh, Bliss moving out of the way. But not out of the way of that nice back kick. I thought Lynch was through it then. Bliss fighting out and tripping Becky. Oh, nearly sending Lynch through the table, but Lynch moving this time. Now, Lynch trying to sunset flip Bliss, but Bliss stopping it and... Been on top throughout the match and now down on the knees. Oh, knees to a handspring backflip and another set of knees. Becky Lynch is in a lot of trouble. And Bliss trying to put Becky through the table, but just by throwing her. I guess that would count though, wouldn't it? Put her through a you table. You can't put the table through her. <laughs> but now Bliss setting up the table because she finally put Lynch through. I would say she's been on top most of the match, but Lynch fighting back now. Come on, love. Oh, got Bliss on her shoulders. Oh, Bliss moved the table away. That's clever by her again. Oh, DDT onto the upturned table. Did it break? I think Becky Lynch's head might have done. I think it might have done. She looks out of it. Now, Bliss, she's been in full control, shockingly, throughout the whole match. Whatever woman gets up first, I think she's got the advantage in this one. No, nope, I think she's going to lose. And it looks like it's Bliss. Becky Lynch has got a disarmor on Bliss through the table leg. Well, doesn't matter about tapping out either. Oh, my God. I'm pulling her hand all the way back and breaking it by the looks of things. Fucking hell, she might have dislocated her elbow. Oh, Becky Lynch is finally starting to turn the tables in this match. Hey. And she is actually turning the table. Yeah. Oh, Becky Lynch had Bliss set up on the table, went up to the top, but... But uh, Bliss managing to fight her way out of it in a snapmare takeover, taking Lynch tumbling to the mat. And Bliss is taking out Lynch now. Oh, but not for long. And Lynch Irish whips Bliss into the table. And I'm surprised that it didn't break. The impact down on it. The table did not go through. Though. The match does continue. Bliss very lucky. Maybe because she weighs a little bit less, she didn't go through the table, you know? Yeah. She is quite a skinny lass. Go oh, now, Lynch rolls to the outside. Careful, Becky, you got a table behind you. Oh, but Lynch don't care, she's on the apron now. Bliss. <clears throat> Both women trading blows, but Becky's starting to get the upper hand. Oh. Oh, but then a rake to the eye from Bliss. Oh, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and out of nowhere, Fuck. 
Becky Lynch gets powerbombed for a table by Alexa Bliss, who becomes the new women's champion. And my face, I like to say, James, you have not got a fucking perfect game. You fucking melt. Two championships have changed hands tonight so far. James, uh, how do you feel? Uh, awful. I've, I've said this. I've said this. And I'm going to bring into play next year a wild card where during the predictions... If we have one we want to change at that point in time, we can do. Because that is unfair. I, 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 when I wrote it down, I thought Lynch. And then as time passed, I thought, oh, shit, no, they're going to do it. And it was exactly as I said, really. I mean, Lynch, we see the end there going for the uh, kick. Bliss catch on the powerbomb. Puts her through the table. And uh, Bliss dominated most of the match as well, didn't she, Dan? We completely did not expect or see this coming. Yeah, second champion. Same night. As the tag team champions change, is this maybe a sign of things to come? Our time, the SmackDown Championship, tag team championship changes hands, the women's will as well. Yeah, and we see Lynch being interviewed now. She doesn't appreciate having a microphone in her face. She just lost it all. You lost it all, Lynch. Fucking hell. She lost it not only for herself, James, but, but she me. lost it for you as well. Again, let down by the women. Women always let me down in the predictions. And it's happened again tonight. I mean, I've come so close. I don't think it's possible anymore. I don't, I've done I, it. Uh, yeah, but I think... Have you done a pay-per-view in NXT? I think I've done a pay-per-view. Well... We'll have to go back and check on we'll, that. We'll have to go back and have a look. I know you have done it, but... I, d- I don't know what to say. I, it, it was always one match. I mean, if you look back at NXT TakeOver, it was the, the Joe Nakamura match that I didn't call. The Goldberg, Lesnar match. Uh, it's just, you know, it gets to the point in time... Our big matches, you know, looking back this year, Bailey versus Oscar was wrong in that big one as well. Yeah. Um, last year, I mean, the reason why he won, I backed the Untaker against Lesnar in most of the matches as well. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Um, but what about the match, Dan? What did you think of the match? I thought it was a very impressive match for Bliss. Uh, Becky Lynch, not so. I mean... From the get-go, it was all bliss. Uh, Lynch had a few moves in. You know, again, it was Lynch's downfall that cost her the match. Yeah. What about you, James? What did you think of the match? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm a bit shocked by... Was No, uh, overall, Tom. sorry about the result, but are you, was it a good match for you? you know, I think it was a surprising match. I think your bliss was on top for the majority of it and then got the victory at the end as well. And usually you don't have matches like this. It's like they're putting bliss over strong, you know. She beat... Becky Lynch, and there wasn't any screw job about it. She no. just beat her. She to beat it. her straight up. Yeah, and not many hills nowadays say something like she did beforehand of like, I will beat Becky Lynch. I am the face of the the company, and does it? Maybe this is Bliss's time now. Maybe management like her and gonna go on with it. You know, see what happens with well, Becky Lynch. We'd completely underestimated her when we said about the lack of depth to the roster. And I am sorry, Alexa Bliss. I know you listen to our podcast. Yeah, but I, you know, I apologise and. If you want to let me take you out on a date to make up for that. So how do predictions score after that, Dan? Well, after that, we both remain on five and four, respectively, thus ending your chance of a perfect score. Yeah. You cursed it. You curse I it every did. time. I do. <laughs> yeah. When you get three in a row, you're like, yes, perfect game. And you're like, too much pressure. I've, I've not become this close this year, though. This TLC. Well, you see what happens at Battleground, but this is the penultimate pay-per-view we're doing tonight, Dan. It's unbelievable. You should have one... One of your predictions, when you go for it, you should think... Do the opposite. Bang. Yeah. Yeah. 
One you're not sure on. One you're not sure on. Go for the opposite, because I bet that was the one I wasn't sure on. That one, to be honest, I was sure on most of the other ones. The Kalisto Corbin match, not so. Yeah, but. no, I didn't know which way they're going to go with that. But I think everything else prediction-wise. But I mean, we talk about predictions. There is one more match left. There Dan, is indeed, yes. What is Dan? What is the last match? Well, left? it is the match for the WWE World Championship, and it is between AJ Styles and my man Dean Ambrose. We are going to have a TLC match to determine the WWE World Champion between none other than the phenomenal AJ Styles taking on Mr. Dean Ambrose. I am the face that runs the place. I told you I was going to beat Dean Ambrose. Referee missed the low blow. AJ Styles has done it. I am the champ that runs the camp. You stole from me, and you made me your enemy. From this moment forward, I promise to make your life miserable. James Ellsworth, by far the ultimate underdog. You're going to face the WWE World Champion, me, in a non-title match. Is Dean Ambrose taking a phone call? Ambrose continues to make AJ's life a living nightmare. Dirty deeds to AJ Styles. Ellsworth has just pinned the WWE World Champion. I'm tired of you making me out to be a joke. I want my respect. James Ellsworth has a WWE World Heavyweight Championship match right now. Dean Ambrose bringing out the aggression in AJ Styles. I know you look like a soccer mom, but I didn't know you kick like one, too. He just disqualified AJ Styles. James Ellsworth has defeated the WWE World Champion for the second consecutive week on SmackDown Live. AJ, I know these last few weeks have been hard on you. You have all the physical talent in the world, that's no question. But they say the championships are won in one square foot of space. That's up here. And if the last few weeks have taught me anything about you, that you are way too easy, pal. James Ellsworth, he is one win away from a contract at a WWE World Championship match. Goodbye, Ellsworth. See you later. Dean Ambrose. What the hell is he doing here? Ellsworth has shocked the universe. He's got a job here. Not only that, a future championship opportunity. I demand my respect. And if you don't give it to me, this Sunday, I'm going to beat it out of you. You go into the most dangerous match in WWE with me, TLC. If the Styles has had oh, enough on. of the Ellsworth experience. The mother of all styles clashes on James Ellsworth. Hey, you bastard! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
that bell rings, buddy, the carnage begins, and it's gonna get real serious real quick. And when it's all said and done, you clear those cobwebs, you're gonna be looking up at me, standing on top of a ladder, pulling down what's rightfully mine, the WWE World Championship. We'll get predictions out of the way quickly first off. James, who have I gone for? You have gone for the AJ Styles in this one. I have, yes. It was tough for me to not go for Dean Ambrose. But I don't know, I just think the way that Styles has been winning things, he can just the victory and he is undoubtedly the face that runs the place. And I've, yeah, I just think it's been Styles' year. Yeah, and who have I gone for? James you have also gone for Dean Ambrose. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> only joking. AJ Styles, why? Uh, exactly what you say as well. He has been the man running things and he's going to have great match after great match. You put him in a TLC match with Ambrose, you're expecting great things tonight. I think the feud's been good, but I think the um, Styles is, is, is going to get the victory and move on to bigger and better things in 2017 when there's John Cena and The Undertaker around the corner. Do you know what I mean? So don't know if you can tell if you watch much of SmackDown, but there's a, been a bit of hostility between Shane and Dean Ambrose. So, you know, a match for them two on the horizon. I know it's been hinted at, and I think it would be a hell of a fucking match between them two. Can you still turn in the, in the upcoming? I could see it happen, yeah. Uh, I don't know what that would leave for him and AJ Styles, whether they'd, you know, he'd not challenge for it for a while, because Dean Ambrose hasn't been out of the title picture for a little while now, since the brand split. Yeah. Um, you know, so, well, even before then, he was involved in it as yeah. well. He's Seth Rollins himself, SmackDown, isn't he, really? I yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I don't like to see that. I think someone else should get a chance, but I don't want Ambrose to go too far away. Turn up, uh, end up like Ziggler. A couple of a couple <laughs> of personal feuds. Yeah. And then, like, you know, winning a match for a number one contendership and getting it that route. Yeah, because I'm not going to back Ambrose now at the Rumble because he's had too many opportunities recently, so... To, to go yeah. like that, I don't think it's going to work. Uh, we've seen a lot in the promo, I mean, the build-up to it. A lot of Ellsworth's um, interference. Do you think it's taken away anything from this feud, or do you think it's added to it? Um, it's added a little bit of comedy value without taking the other two too seriously, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, because they're both a couple of serious characters, the Lunatic Fringe and AJ Styles, the face that runs the place, you know, they're both setting their goals and having a comedic character, which doesn't make either of them two look bad. Yeah. In the feud, you know, and it's AJ Styles. I think the way he's lost to Ellsworth in the had, you know, Dean Ambrose has played a significant factor in all three of them, um, you know, including the ladder match for the title, uh, for the contract for Ellsworth. But I think it's protecting Ambrose a bit, using Ellsworth as a full guy. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, so what are the keys to victory then, Dan, for each man tonight? I think Dean Ambrose has... As much as it would help him, but try and ignore Ellsworth on the outside because, you know, he does always play a significant factor in things. Just go out there, be the lunatic fringe he was against Jericho and pick up a great victory against Styles. Um, for AJ Styles, we've not really seen him out of a wrestling match. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see what he can deliver. It's all the entrances. I mean, what do you think of the reactions, Dan? You know, you mentioned before that the crowd have been on their hands for the majority of this pay-per-view and... You know, they certainly have. It was a quick pop when the when the wrestlers come out, but then it just dies down quickly. And, yeah, I think they're more, if you know what I mean, in the yeah. audience. Yeah, they're just watching it as opposed to reacting to it. 
I mean, we'll hopefully this match will have a few big bumps in it. As we'll see what happens with AJ Styles. What were you saying, sorry, about the club? Um, would you like to see a club reunion? I know they're on different shows, but would you like to see one of them in the near future? Uh, maybe, but the way Anson and Gallows have been treated, it's like night and day now. AJ Styles is a much bigger star than them, really, isn't he? And he doesn't really belong... It would be unfair for AJ to put him into that when he deserves to have so much more, doesn't it? It seems weird <laughs> saying that now, but Anson Gallows... They was are, holding him back. Yeah, they're, well, they're not on his level now. Back in when they first started, yeah, it was fine. But we've seen the treatment of uh, uh, Gallows and Anson, and we've seen the treatment of AJ Styles, and it's like, well, AJ's just a, a, a big star. He's a main event player now, isn't he? He can do it on his own. He doesn't yeah. need them. Whereas I think with the Shield, I think you need that to help Rollins and Reigns and possibly Ambrose out when they've, they've used up so many title matches that they've got. Like you say, personal feuds, they need a reason to get together. You could still see it. Ambrose starting off the stronger out of the two men, getting the well, early advantage over AJ Styles, giving him a few big right hands, taking him to the corner, stomping the mud and walking it dry. Nice Irish rip and a big elbow from Big Dino. I'm surprised you're not backing Dino in this, but like we were saying with predictions and that, you, know, you give good reason for AJ Styles. It's incredible thing. AJ Styles has only been here. It's coming up to his year anniversary, isn't it, at the Royal Rumble, being here. And he joins uh, an elite club, really, of the one-yearers. As a guy who's only been in a year and has won the WWE Championship or a World Heavyweight title. Now, I've yeah. written down three I can think of. Finn Balor. Okay, I can think of four. <laughs> Balor, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, yeah. and Kurt Angle. Now, that's a pretty elite club to be part of isn't it when you come in and you're like okay yeah so you're saying like you know some of the storylines have been tied up in this pay-per-view is that because it's the end of 2016 i mean it's the last smackdown pay-per-view so it's the last chance to tie any big knots up so to speak yeah i think it's the end of the feuds and then we build up towards wrestlemania now where it will impact the rest of the year you know this will be the last aj ambrose match i suspect that we'll see on pay-per-view for a little while same with Miz and Ziggler as well. I think the women's feud will both continue. And I don't think Slater and Rhino will be on pay-per-view again as to go for the... Ta- I think the next challenges for Orton and Wyatt won't be Rhino and Slater. Oh, they, yeah. they might get a title match on SmackDown. Rematch on they, SmackDown. Yeah, they're not going to get... Yeah. But I think you're right. We'll move on. You know, the Rumble's where we're going to get most of the feuds that are going to be set towards, you know. Because don't forget, Ambrose fought Brock Lesnar at this year's WrestleMania. You know, and it doesn't matter about the opponent, it's the story going into it. Because we don't really remember it, it's a nothing match now, isn't it? It doesn't take anything away from Ambrose either. But both of my guys have been decimated by Brock Lesnar in the last year. Well, we've seen Dean Ambrose, he's taken quite an early advantage. I mean, Styles has had a few little moves in there, but, you know, it's been mostly all Ambrose taking Styles out, uh, putting through, well, chucked him over a couple of tables... Used a few chairs. Yet to use a ladder though, James. <laughs> and they're up at the entranceway now, aren't they? That's where they've moved to. <clears throat> and uh, Dean Ambrose has just delivered a nice snap suplex to Styles on the steel slope. But AJ's been set up on the table now. Sambo's going to cl- climb one of the set ladders. Look how big that is, Dan. It's not his real ladder. It's only his step ladder. <laughs> well, if that's a step ladder, you should fucking see something else. I mean, look at the size of it. <laughs> but Styles managing to crawl to safety and getting away from Dean and that Massive ladder. Oh, and Dean Ambrose emptying the trash. Oh, taking the empty bin, placing it over Styles' head. Doesn't look like it hurts yet. Well, that's got to be a dirty bin anyway. Do you know what I mean? Oh, There'll yeah. be stuff in there. And, ooh. Ambrose has 
been all over styles. I mean, we've yet to see James Ellsworth, though, James. Yes, we've yet to see James Ellsworth yet, James. We have. Uh, at the moment, it's just focused on these two men. I suspect we, sh- we shall see him later on if uh, Ambrose gets in trouble, maybe. At the moment, he's in no trouble. For all the filler crowd are back into ringside, and Ambrose looking in control. He is. He's perched up on the barricade. Oh, looking to deliver a double axe smash, but gets met by a Styles dropkick. Sends him crashing to the mat. And Styles now, can he change? There is a massive forearm there to Ambrose. But Dean Ambrose now, he's managing to regain control and deposits AJ Styles up on the barricade. He looks in a very precarious position. Ambrose getting the first chair of the match. He wants a big run up for this one. And Ambrose running towards Styles with a chair. Oh, (laughs) fucking hell. (laughs) Takes out Styles, diving with the chair still in his hands. He is a lunatic. (laughs) Well, Ambrose might hurt himself there. He's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. No, I'm all right. But Ambrose, setting up the ladder. Going to go for the title. His title that he was screwed out of by AJ Styles. And every match he's lost against AJ Styles, he's been screwed out of. Well, will he be screwed tonight? AJ Styles there, stopping Ambrose in his tracks. Oh, and throwing a ladder on him. We've seen the ladder used in a few interesting ways tonight. Can we see any more? Are we going to see a high spot, James, do you reckon? Yes, I think we will. And Styles continuing his onslaught on Ambrose, using the ladder to full effect. Not seen a table yet, though, James. No, we've we've seen chairs and ladders, but no tables. But is AJ? Oh, slam onto the ladder. Is AJ taking his time? Does he want to hurt Ambrose? Like you said, to slam on the ladder there. Is he just trying to wear him down, trying to hurt him? It's is personal, he, isn't it? Is like he trying said, to lure out Ellsworth? Well, it might be, but it's. It, it's personal between these two men. And like you say, AJ's not beaten clean yet. Will tonight be the night? Maybe AJ wants to prove that just by hurting Ambrose. Exactly. That we've seen us tonight resulting in a win for the person giving the beatdown. I mean, you know, whoever's been in control throughout the majority of the match has gone on to win the match tonight. Yeah, in a Seems weird like way. a theme. But Dean Ambrose has been early on the onslaught. And now AJ has taken over the WWE champion. Oh, slingshot. Slatter catapults over the top and out to the onto the outside he is out of the rumble ambrose is he going to go mental or is he going to climb to victory yeah i mean the lunatic's going to go mental now got the ladder throws it as styles fucking hell unprotected chair shots aren't allowed but unprotected ladder shots he had his hands up that was fine he didn't get hurt there can ambrose finally regain his title there's a table he well spotted there jimbo we had a chair we had a ladder. Boom. Dean got the tables. Oh, yeah, but it would be a CLT match, which sounds like a sandwich. I mean, now Styles has brought two chairs in. Oh. Two. CCLC. Styles has got a chair set up in the ring. Ouch. Sidewalk slam <laughs> on Dean Ambrose. And the tide has certainly changed in this match. Well, that's probably broke, broke Ambrose. That's probably, that's probably really fucked up his back, Dan. And AJ's just like toying. Eternal blood. Now. Big chair shot from Styles to Ambrose. Now, we know that Ambrose can go through this kind of onslaught. He suffered a lot of onslaught from Chris Jericho in their match. Fucking hell, there's a lot of chairs under that ring. Maybe because he still went to the wrong side. Ah. Yeah, that's the thing. He went, he went there. Mystery solved. There you go. I mean, there is, must be about 100 chairs underneath that ring. At least 200. <laughs> AJ Styles has been taking tips from Baron Corbin in setting up chairs. Yeah. Ambrose trying to fight out. Oh, oh, fucking hell. What was that then, Dad? Flips Styles over. It's like a 
flipping flippity do. Flippity do on the suplex. He flippity dooed him over onto the four chairs. Four fucking chairs, James. Four chairs. Four, not six. Four metal chairs versus AJ's back. Which one wins? The chairs. The chairs always win. And the fans are winning. Yeah. It was like he was going to go for a face buster, but flips him over with his right arm. And yeah, nice move, Dean Ambrose. And then picks Styles up with a chair behind him and suplexes him and the chair to the mat. Dean Ambrose. Back in control. Trunks ripped. Pro-lapse. I think Styles has got a hole in his trunks. And Ambrose there with a big move off the top to AJ. Ambrose setting up the table though. Puts it up in the corners. He can put AJ through it. Styles fighting back with a flurry of elbows, punches and kicks. Both men trying to reverse each other. But oh, snap suplex through the table by Styles to Ambrose. And if this was the table match, Dan, it would be over by now. But Dean Ambrose, he's not backing down and, oh, delivering a flurry of big right hands of his own. He's got Styles stunned. Yeah, but, but look at that beautiful chocolate by AJ. Oh, Ambrose goes into the ropes in his usual backwards springboardy type fashion and comes back and delivers a phenomenal clothesline to AJ Styles. Unbelievable there. That turns him inside out. Look at the fans, can't believe it. Styles is the best at taking them. Both men there, perched in a very precarious position on the second rope. AJ throwing Dean into the ring now. Oh, is he going to go for a phenomenal forearm? Oh, Ambrose catches it, tries to lock in Dirty Deeds, but Styles reverses, and now is just trading blows. Oh, Ambrose has eliminated Styles from the rumble, and Styles has got a cut bum cheek. Yeah, has his butt. His bum cheek is cut, ladies and gentlemen. Ambrose has made Styles' rectum bleed. Yes, Ambrose dumps Styles to the outside, and now's his chance. We've not seen many ladders used yet. It's been a more of a brawl, Dan, hasn't it? It has. There have been more tables and chairs being used. Dean Ambrose using himself as a weapon. Suicide dive through the second rope, taking out Styles, who goes crashing into the announce table. Yeah, so it'll be an AT TLC match. <laughs> yes, yes, indeedly doodly. And Ambrose rearranging the furniture. I think someone's going to go through an announce table tonight. Well, we see, <laughs> we've seen Ambrose running the announce tables before. I mean, now with 14 different commentary teams, I mean, he'd be able to run for fucking miles. He's certainly got his pick of announce tables. Dean Ambrose is setting up a ladder on top of the Russian announce table. Well, yeah, but have you ever seen that before? I haven't, no. I have not seen a ladder set up on an announce table before. Yeah, but he's got something special planned for AJ. Oh, Styles is laid out on the announce table. If he stays still long enough, Ambrose might go flying. High spot. But effectively, two TLC matches, two ladder match yeah, card for titles. Yeah. Oh. oh, fucking hell. Ambrose climbing the ladder on the announce table, delivering a thunderous elbow through AJ Styles on the announce table. Fuck me, that hurt. Well, I thought AJ might move out of the way. He didn't there. He took all of that. Well, that's what I was saying earlier about the differences between a ladder match and a TLC match. It's basically the same thing. I mean, you mocked me and said, well, then it's chairs and tables. But well, you know what I'm getting at now. There wasn't any chairs and lad- uh, tables involved in that but match, though, was there? Yeah, but it's still the same fucking match. It's still yeah, it is the same match, but there wasn't tables. And Just like in the chair match, they could have used a ladder and a table. But Kalisto decided to ignore them and the massive load of chairs outside the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And like the Becky Lynch match, you could have used ladders and chairs, but exactly. she chose off to use just the tables. What's, AJ, what's Ambrose getting? It better be associated. There we go, it's a big ladder. Oh, oh that's the 50-footer. That's the one the Hornswoggle's been looking after. That is indeed, yeah. He's been watching telly there underneath the ring. Is it, uh, annoyingly, he's not been watching TLC. He's been watching uh, Hogan Knows Best. Ambrose now is going to set up the ladder, get the title after this huge move. And Ambrose, AJ, do put it, didn't they? Well, Ambrose certainly has AJ not really flied much. It's all been Dean Ambrose. Would you be happy with Ambrose walking away as the champion tonight? Yeah. No, I would like it. Yeah, I think Dean Ambrose is a good, worthy champion. Do you think there's a chance that Ambrose joined the Whites? Oh, and then Ambrose. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, and Styles delivering a phenomenal forearm straight to Ambrose, taking him off the ladder. Well, Ambrose just looked like he was just going to get the W title and AJ bounced into our screens. Both men down now. First person to get to their feet is going to win this match. Who's going to get it? Is it going to be Ambrose? Is it going to be AJ? Title belt just out of reach. Biggest prize in our business, the WWE Championship. Same championship held by Bruno Sammartino and Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Will it be AJ? Will it be Ambrose? Both men know what it's like to hold the title. Currently AJ, formerly Dino. Well, that's how hard they're hitting each other. Both <laughs> men fell down. Both men, have they given it their all thus far? Oh, a quick exchange there of finisher attempts. AJ Styles looking to get the Styles clash, but Ambrose picks him up and fucking hell, helicopters Styles <laughs> into the ladder. I thought he was going to get Alabama slam. He didn't. He just rammed AJ into the ladder. Yeah. Uh, AJ don't care. He's taking bumps like this. And he steps on AJ Styles to ascend the ladder to regain his title. Oh, AJ... You need to go. Ambrose is only about seven rungs away from victory now. Come on, Dino! Well, look at AJ grabbing hold of the leg. Not got enough power in him, though. Ambrose there with a head scissors out, depositing Styles to the outside. Yeah, after AJ tried to powerbomb Ambrose to the outside. After that. AJ tried to powerbomb Ambrose to the outside, Dean delivered a head scissors to send Styles out. <laughs> and now AJ still with his butt cheek hanging out. Well, both men tearing and clawing to try and get their way into the ring. Styles up on the apron. He's currently closest to the belt. Oh, fucking hell. Backflip and lands on his feet. Catches Ambrose with a like a reverse DDT. And now Ambrose closer to the WWE title. <laughs> Ambrose is closest. <laughs> bringing another table into the equation. Trying to further injure Ambrose. I mean, it's going to take a lot to put him down. Well, exactly. You need to climb up, get that title. Ambrose always going to hover about. He needs to put him down for good. Now, big right hand. What style's got planned here? Think crazy, no doubt. Well, looks like he's oh climbing up the stairs, but he's got bad foot. How high will he go? Phenomenal four fifty, and fuck me, lands chin first on the mat. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's lucky he's not James Ellsworth. He would have knocked his teeth out. And there you are, Ambrose up on the table, like you say, springboard four fifty, and it took everything out. That's something you do on WWE two K. You don't do that in real life, Dan. You don't indeed, James. I mean, Styles is certainly putting it all on the line to regain his title. And now is that it, AJ? Can he climb the ladder to success? He's only inches away now. Can Dean Ambrose climb back into the ring? I mean, Dean Ambrose doesn't look in a good way. What's AJ doing? Oh, and the (laughs) inevitable Ellsworth. Well, here comes Ellsworth distracting... AJ Styles. And, and he's certainly distracted Styles. Ellsworth's got the uh, neck brace and holding his midsection as well. AJ's been fucking him up recently. 
No, he's lost three times. Ellsworth's lost never. Yeah, but AJ's been beating the piss out of him. Yeah, but he's still not lost. <laughs> yeah, but still, look. One-on-one look one matches, not lost. That's all that counts. And AJ saying, I'm going to fuck you up now, Ellsworth. What's he got planned for Ellsworth, Dan? Stars clash on the stairs. Ambrose saves the day and... Day oh! deeds onto the stairs. Can Ambrose go and get the title? Well... God, Dean! AJ's going to lay out Ellsworth and, like I say, Ambrose hit the move instead. We're going to have a new WWE champion here. Dirty deeds on the stairs. I think the fans realise... Come on, Dean! Ambrose sets the big ladder up and Ambrose desperately trying Come to get... Come on, Dean! Trying to get to the title, he's only, handful, he's only a hand away. And AJ back in, how the hell is AJ back in? Fucking hell, I thought he was out cold. <laughs> Dirty deeds, and he's managed to climb up the ladder. Putting Ambrose off his stride. Ambrose can't get it, and now he's punching AJ off. Punches him, AJ stumbles to the outside. And AJ's out, and now Ambrose is there. <laughs> Ellsworth's just <laughs> thrown Ambrose through the tables. What? <laughs> El- and a yes chant, Ellsworth. Get that title, Ellsworth. <laughs> what? <laughs> and what did I say? I said, will Ellsworth play a part in this? And he's just thrown Ambrose through the table. And he's called Styles to get into the ring. What the fuck's going on? <coughs> Two tables down, Ambrose through. Fucking hell. Did you see that coming? I didn't see that coming. <laughs> After everything with Ellsworth, he cost AJ... After the amount AJ's beating him. And now Ellsworth. Why is Ellsworth hurting him? Trying to get the championship now. And unbelievable. I can't believe what we've seen in the last two matches. Ellsworth costs Ambrose. Go on, go and on. And now Ellsworth. he's cheering on Styles. Chinning on. All over. My God. AJ Styles retains the WWE Championship, Dan. More importantly, Ellsworth's done a fucking heel turn. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Or has Styles done a face turn? Oh, no, I mean, Ellsworth what? just... No. What? No. What What have we seen tonight, Dan? What have we seen? What does this mean? <sighs> this has left a lot open for these two. So this match isn't over. This isn't over. We have seen a fucking great pay-per-view tonight, though. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's focus on... Right, on this match. Focus on the main event, yeah. Right, prediction-wise, saw it coming. We both knew Stars was going to win. We both, neither of us saw Ellsworth being the factor in deliberately result in Ambrose the title. We're, we're, it'd be interesting to see what happens after that. What did you think of the match as a whole? Do you think it was a good it match? It was a very good match, yeah. I thought it was a it was a fucking good match. I mean, there was a couple of good high spots. Well, a fucking really high spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a twist in there that you didn't see coming. No one saw that coming. And yeah, it was a fucking great match. I mean, what was the match? That, I mean, talk about the pay-per-view as a whole. It's been a great, it's been a great pay-per-view, isn't it? What's been your favourite match and what was your favourite moments seeing Orton become champion that was a good point for me uh, this match fucking great match uh, but overall it's been a bloody good card yeah I mean there's not been a weak match throughout no I mean and it went away I thought it was going to go up until the Lynch match and then they kind of changed it all like with the ending of that with the Ellsworth thing as well I mean it was crazy. I mean, did you say match of the night, sorry? What was your match of the night? This match. This the tears. My yeah. match of the night, I think, was the ladder match. I think Miz and Ziggler really pulled it out. I think even though this one had... I think that was pure wrestling. And Miz proved that he could do it without Maurice's interference and stuff. And I really enjoyed it. But like I said, it's been a great pay-per-view, hasn't it? It's, it's not had any downs. Again, smack down, hit out the park. Yeah. And what, what's your rating out of 10 for this pay-per-view? A very strong 8. 
yeah, I'm going to give it a solid eight as well. And uh, after all the stuff that happened at TLC, usually you'd have to wait 48 hours to wait for SmackDown Live. But luckily for us tonight on the WWE Network, we have Talking Smack that uh, takes place afterwards. Dan, what, what happened on Talking Smack? Well, Daniel Bryan is speechless over what he's just witnessed. I mean, you can see he's completely and of course we're going to have a few guests tonight and talking smack. Who's the first guest? Um, The first guest is Alexa Bliss, the new SmackDown Live Women's Champion. And in Emotional Bliss, she's a bit out of character, but talking smack is a place to do that. She says her parents were in the crowd. This is their first WWE Live event after a few NXT Live events they went and saw. Bliss thanks her mum for the continued support and says, we did it. Bliss says that she saw and has her arm wrapped to sell the disarmor under the table leg. Bliss now firmly back in character and says Lynch gets no credit for the match and needs to try harder to regain it. She says she'll be a better champion than Becky Lynch because she was made to be a champion and that when they the WWE fought of the new era, they fought of Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I mean, strong words by Bliss. We did mention that a little bit, didn't we? I mean, do you think she's right to say that she is the future? I think, yeah, she performed really well tonight. I mean, we... I, for one, underestimated her big time, and I apologise again for that. Uh, she performed out of her skin. Brilliant win for her. Yeah, and up next was uh, Baron Corbin. He joined the show, and he says that Brian must be mad that he's beating up all the little guys. And Brian said Kalisto's got some shots in on Corbin as well. But Corbin just dismissed him, really, and he said he just took his time picking them apart. I mean, in that match, it was quite equal between the two, weren't it? Really, have a massive. There was advantage. a bit of back and forth between the two. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't all Kalisto. Uh, it wasn't all Corbin. Yeah, I mean, and Corbin now says he deserves to be in the main event picture, and Brian says everybody deserves an opportunity. Brian says that Corbin's demands do bother him, and uh, but he will consider moving up the card, which SmackDown is an opportunity. And I said this for Corbin that he deserves uh, a little bit of something else. Doesn't um, he? Before you continue, I'd just like to wrap up that. After the Styles match, it does take the scores to six to you, five to myself. Pay-per-view point to you. Congratulations. <laughs> Not a perfect game. No. But, you know, so close to a perfect game yet so far. Yeah, pay-per-view point to you. Bring in the year's total to... Well, the year's, total, the year's total, I now move to incredibly 17 points this year. Dan, you stay on eight. So, <laughs> just so I need like ten, <laughs> yeah, from from, back- end, from backlash and end of year predictions. Yeah, so I need for, one yeah. from backlash. Rope, rope, roadblock is your end of the line. Basically, that is your last chance to win any pay per view points. But anyway, back to talking smack. Renee and Brian go into talking about the new tag team champs, but James Ellsworth skips in with a pitch of joy rarely seen. He's quite proud of his actions and is asked about the repercussions with Dean Ambrose. But he says they go way back. Ellsworth says once he wins his title, he would give Ambrose the first shot. Ellsworth said he spoke with Shane McMahon and he gets his title shot on Tuesday on SmackDown Live. So Ellsworth has got a title shot against AJ Styles. But it sounds like a good plan now. Uh, We were just hearing this for the first time. But, you know, for a man who's got a 3-0 record against AJ Styles and knows that maybe Ambrose can't beat him, he can with AJ, he gets his opportunity Tuesday. I mean, what a massive main event match that is, isn't it? Well, it's huge, isn't it? It's Ellsworth's odds-on favourite, surely. (laughs) But Brian runs runs down Ellsworth for interfering in the title match and boasts that they haven't had any outside interference in their main events. 
Brian says he will give up his hosting gig on Talking Smack if Ellsworth wins on Tuesday. So a lot on the line there. Ellsworth champion will lose Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack as well. <laughs> Certainly. So. And a look back at Ellsworth's dastardly actions during the main event. Ellsworth says he didn't care to see the footage, but he said he's focused on winning the world championship. He rips off his neck, neck brace and leaves the table. Sh- Brian says he needs a powwow with his commissioner, Shane McMahon, to talk about the Ellsworth. So, so yeah. El- Ellsworth can be trouble. I mean, Ambrose got interfere on Tuesday, hasn't he? You know, you can't. You can't. You but can't we- not. But which way will he interfere? I mean, he hates Ambrose, but after what Ellsworth done to him, costing him the title. Yeah. Actually, you throw Shane McMahon there, giving Ellsworth's opportunity like this, Ambrose might think the game's against him, you know? Uh, lastly, on Talking Smack, I think it's quite good, we'll, we'll, before we end, to have a programme that does wrap this up and we know more about it as well. Do you know what I mean? I think it that is, is good. Yeah. Anyway, so the last thing was Miz and Maurice. And uh, looking dapper as always, Miz says that Daniel Bryan is a bad GM and the others in the locker room feel the same way. Bryan said he's doing his best, but um, but Bryan says the Miz wouldn't be hot as he is now if it wasn't for SmackDown and Daniel Bryan. And the Miz says he doesn't need that. He's fantastic in the ring anyway. And um, he does Bryan, Bryan's moves better than Bryan does them, which is a big statement, you know. Ooh, um, Miz says Bryan doesn't know what he's doing in the GM role. Um, Brian agrees to an extent but says Miz has someone interfere on his behalf in his title matches and they continue to argue as it goes off the air and and we didn't really get it's continued and it does make you think there will be a Brian-Miz match at Wrestlemania but it just can't happen can it? Well as tonight can prove stranger things have indeed happened What a night it has been if you look at it We've had new tag team champions, Bray Wyatt and Orton, maybe two men you wouldn't have thought. We'd never teamed up, let alone have gold. Bray Wyatt's first gold. We've got a new women's champion, Alexa Bliss, breaking the mould and going through that for herself. Ellsworth interfering in the fucking main event and AJ walking out again. You know it's going to be big. You know, Corbin want the main event. The Miz and Brian feud continuing as well. It all And, and of course, don't forget Nikki Bella and Carmella feud. That will continue. It's, Smackdown is a good story at the moment, isn't it? It continues what it does. Yeah. And uh, I'll be interested to see what happens in the new year, isn't it? It would be very good to see, yeah. Um, <clears throat> especially with an up to Mania, which ones are going to get bumped up to the WrestleMania card? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Baron Corbin can't win all the giant battle roar again, can he? Unless <laughs> he's the winner too, winner too. So we're going to do the Smackdown Aftermath quickly. We're in our special designated studio today, Dan. And Smackdown kicked off with the tag team title rematch, didn't it? It did, yes. And that probably went as the way we predicted, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just basically another demolition by Orton and Wyatt. Yeah, I mean, they look so dominant. I mean, Slate and Ryan, I don't know how long they're going to go for, but... We'll see what can stop the White family because that more Orton's is a part of that and foreseeable future. Uh, other notable things on SmackDown, of course, the James Ellsworth match versus AJ Styles didn't take place. Dan, do you explain nope. a couple um, of reasons? Well, AJ, during one of the high spots in the uh, pay-per-view, AJ Styles injured his ankle, so you know he was out of action. It's, it wasn't anything to do with his... Uh, wardrobe malfunction <laughs> which was close to his butthole but he didn't yeah. see it no but he tweeted it which gave me more respect for him as well yeah, in a weird yeah, way yeah. Yeah. Uh, a fantastic match but yeah unfortunately AJ picked up a couple of injuries the other man in that match Dean Ambrose didn't he was on Miz TV had an altercation Daniel Bryan come out and said look I don't want to be out of order 
to you, Miz, but uh, I think they, uh, Dean Ambrose made a bit out of order, so I'm going to give you a match with him later tonight in the main event. And because I, I believe in you so much, it will be for the Intercontinental title, yeah. which is brilliant again because the Miz was so. Daniel Bryan's sort of twisting his thing in there. You know, he's in a rivalry, but he's using other people to represent him, which I quite like. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. And um, of course, Bliss. Uh, Came out and said a few words about her being a women's champion. But yeah, main event, it was The Miz versus Ambrose. And surprising end to it for you, Dan? It was very surprising, yeah. I mean, you know, Ambrose getting beaten clean as you like after being screwed out by AJ Styles and James Ellsworth in their recent championship matches. You know, it made him look weak and The Miz, you know, it just elevated. It made him look a lot stronger. Yeah, it's definitely a case of Ambrose going down and uh, Miz coming up. Even with Ellsworth interference, to get beaten by The Miz wouldn't be something that would happen to Ambrose no. a, a year ago. Do you know oh, what I mean? So not, Yeah, no. so it's a bit weird to see how SmackDown's going. But in enjoyable episodes, and of course, they might be saving Styles versus Ellsworth for the Royal Rumble. You never know, <laughs> do you, Danny? <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, we'll leave a pin on that one. <laughs> yeah. Main event in Royal Rumble. Yeah. Oh, and of course, Baron Corbin beat Kalisto in a rematch. Yes. Another rematch for TLC. It's, it's you know, people that ordered the WWE Network to see the pay-per-view can then watch the match basically for free on SmackDown. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had, you know, two rematch rematches. But yeah, Corbin dispatched him. Maybe they're going to go forward with Corbin. We'll see what happens there. But that's it. Dan, anything else you like? Um, so what's going on with Bliss and Becky Lynch? Is Becky getting a rematch? <coughs> uh, Lynch wanted the, the rematch straight away. She said to yeah. Bliss, she, she didn't want to wait. She wanted it now. But Bliss said now it's her time as champion and she decides when she wants to give oh, Lynch a rematch. Okay. She doesn't, Lynch doesn't deserve it. And I think they're going to build up in a way of Bliss, you know, wearing down on Lynch and Lynch finally... Reaching back up again, hopefully. Well, hopefully that's where the game yeah, yeah. happens. But like I say, SmackDown's so interesting, uh, and it just it builds. It, look, yeah, I look forward to it, and and I looked at TLC as well, and I thought all the matches we saw. Uh, there's not going to be a better match at Roadblock, and I don't want to be a negative Raw fan, but I, I can't, I can't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think well, Raw's uh, SmackDown's definitely been dominating the pay per view side of things yeah. with their own brand. Um, there was talks of not having so many pay per views next year. So, you know, it might they might make them more special as opposed to just having them for the fun of it. Really. Yeah, most definitely. Survivor is to go by. When they do it right like that, it, it has more meaning to it as well. And that, that's why we're looking forward to Royal Rumble Takeover. Before we go, don't forget you can find us on Twitter at WW Network Review or at Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins as well. We're on Facebook. Um, you can come and find our page. It's WWE Network Review. Come and find us, give us a like, share us any thoughts. Um, or you can come and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Uh, find me, share stuff with me, add me as a friend, do whatever you like. Yeah, and uh, we're across all the Google platforms as well. We're on Google Plus, the W Network Review. You, you can send us an email, the wnrpodcast.gmail.com as well. We're on YouTube. Uh, there's numerous ways you can listen to us. We're on SoundCloud. On your phone. We're also on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. You can download, subscribe there, rate and review. But that is everything. I have been Jay's Rollins, and as always, I was joined by... Damn right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully I'll be better next week. Thanks and bye.
now Bliss has started to turn the table. Yep. Oh, and Bliss is actually turning the table. What? Oh, Becky Lynch is finally starting to turn the tables in this match. And she is actually turning the table. Don't let me have no moments. You're just a cunt. Best fucking line I've ever done and you're a cunt. Best line of this whole podcast and you're a cunt. Oh, the table's set up low on the bottom rope now. Oh, we've seen the knee stomp in the corner. We saw it quite famously at Survivor Series where she went through two members of Team Raw. <clears throat> You're such a cunt, James. 